I used to produce movies. One critic called them European. I thought they were shit. Bullshit! We do not make B pictures here at Capitol. So it's kind of a psychic political thriller comedy with a heart. But it doesn't make any sense, okay? It's fucking stupid. Okay, there actually has to be something that happens that's actually funny. Now, what is the one thing if you put it in a movie, it'll be successful? Tits. That is funny. <laughs> I can take you through it step by step, explain why your story stinks. But I won't insult your intelligence. There ain't no goddamn taste. Ain't no goddamn motion picture. Why are you still in character? Jackie watches a shocking number of these with me. But just all your movies, too. She watches your movies, too. She hates your movies. No, she doesn't. No, she loves The Color of Pomegranates. She hates my movies. What is, I thought she'd only, she had, like, only watched Color of Pomegranates and, like, looked at her phone during Wings because she hated she it so hated much. Wings. Yeah, She hated Wings so much, which I was so, just me yelling at her, which is so funny that I'm the one yelling at her for that and just being like, <laughs> it is a movie, you have to watch it. Me, who's just like, what the fuck? Why can't they just say what's going on? <laughs> See, I'm, I'm getting to you. See, this, this, is, this is the arc of the podcast. You are becoming me and I am becoming you. That's, that's, I, it honestly yeah. is. This is just, so this is just a slow rolling Freaky Friday. That's right. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. This is, this is, you know what this is really like? You know what this is really like? It's, uh, it's really like the gift of the Magi. <laughs> I, I kind of want to make you explain that, but I also don't want to hear your explanation of that. Well, as in, I'm Mickey Mouse and you're Minnie Mouse and I have a harmonica and you have a comb. <laughs> I've seen the Disney version. I don't are you remember. are you looking at the Wikipedia article for the color of Ma- or the Jesus? I said the color of Magi right now. The color of Magi. Of Magi. What is the yeah. color of Magi, Rob? I'll tell you. Do you want, what? Do you, do you want to know what it is? What is it? It's any color because it's 2020. You need to. You need to do better. <laughs> no, whenever um, I think of Magi, I just assume it's a woman because I'm. <laughs> You know that you know that fucking like goddamn like I don't know if it's a riddle or whatever the fuck it is. Oh you know yeah, the like, the riddle where it's just like uh like the thing with the doctor where it's like yeah. okay, it's, but and the whole thing's just but the doctor was a woman. Exactly. It was, yeah. it was his mother all along. Like even when I was a kid, I was like, that's dumb. Why? why yeah. Why? That, that seems like that could only fool like a like a boomer. <laughs> so so here's the thing, uh, it fooled me. Someone got me with that. And I was just like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. How? Right? See, I mean, I say that as someone like, no one ever tried it on me. Like, I've just heard, like, it described. Yes. And, like, immediately, like even as a child, I was like, I to- don't totally get that. Like, yeah. it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But yeah. also, no one tried to fool me with it, so I can't yeah. totally stand in judgment. That's the thing. Someone fooled me with it, and you know what I did? Doubled down and, and demanded to explain myself. Because I was like, hold on. Sorry, you said emergency room doctor. My dad is an emergency room doctor. A man. Only my dad is allowed to be an emergency room doctor. Exactly. Yeah. All across the cock. All yeah. across the. I said cock tree. Con- cock all across. Tree. Exactly. Yeah. All across Think the cock. Your dad, that's right. Apparently. We have a cockopolis. Yeah. We have a, a cockopathy in this. That's right. That's it. That's what they should call the patriarchy. They should just call it a. a the cockriarchy. Yeah. Cock-riarchy. Wouldn't like wouldn't like peenriarchy be better? 
you know, this is a real gift of the Magi moment. I feel like. <laughs> That's about no, also, I, no. I, I really, I really like like this person just for twenty minutes, just tried to be like, no, mad. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, you, you assumed the doctor was a man. It's fine. Like, and I was like, no, women are surgeons. <laughs> Women can do anything in medicine as long as it's surgery. That's it. <laughs> no woman would deign to be a mere ER doctor. They're surgeons. Yeah. They're hospital administrators. They sit on the board. They That's make right. generous endowments. Yeah. But they, because, because, because they, they pull the strings. They're in charge. Right. They wouldn't stoop to the level of ER doctor. You know how many women are on the Supreme Court? They're on the Supreme Court. They're in finance. They run all the major banks. All right. No mm -hmm. one wants to look. Right. You know what we have? We have a woman-occupied government. <laughs> <laughs> a wog. We have a wog. Isn't that a slur? Is that a that's a slur and also a guy? We, yeah. It I is. feel like that is like like a like a like a nineteen twenties yeah. slur for like Polish yeah. people or something. Yeah. I it's think like some like, like it's yeah. some like European group that you wouldn't even really think to discriminate against yeah. anymore. Is but that, like, that or but they had like, like race riots over it in, in Chicago in like nineteen twenty. Yeah. yeah. It's either that or it's like or it's like the N-word in some other country. You know what I mean? Like like in some like yes. like other like like in like should, Australia. I'm gonna Google that right now just to make sure that I'm not canceled. You might be canceled. How funny would that be if you got canceled? Yes, okay, so it is uh, an Australian term for someone who is not white. Okay. And so, okay. so apparently we are now canceled. I used it out of ignorance. I apologize. We're only, we're only canceled in Australia, which all you got to say to them is, uh, you're fucking Australian. Shut the fuck up. No. So no. In, in 20 years, when, uh, when, when I am president and you are my... Uh, I'm going to say body man. So I'm not, I, was, I almost gave you a cabinet position, but I'm not giving you a cabinet position. You can't be trusted with that. This, no, will, this will be my... Yeah. This will, this will be my Justin Trudeau blackface moment. Oh my... How... I'm now just imagining a world where you're president and I... Because that is the job I would want. I don't want... Yeah. I don't want to be... Dude. Yeah. That's like one of the coolest job titles you can have. Body yeah. man. I'm your I think body sur man? Surpassed only by wheel man. Exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Or maybe Get yourself some fingerless gloves, a white jacket with a scorpion on the back, and gold. Bro, remember when have me autism? Remember when that's me what that movie is about. That's just about a, that's just about a guy who's autistic for crime. <laughs> Talking about drive. Remember when me and the other Matt almost got jackets with that? He would look way better in it than you. I well, yeah, that's why I ended up not doing it. Yeah, because I realized that like I can't. It can't be both of us. What's it called? That's so funny, bro. I would absolutely be your major domo. I would be, which is also an, uh, the other word for body man, which is also very cool. It would just be me fucking yelling at people. I would fucking like. Oh my god, I wouldn't. Because that's the other thing too. Is that like, what do I actually have to do? Nothing. Yeah. Oh no, I would be an extremely laissez-faire president. You know, I don't want yeah. to do work. I would just be, well, I don't know what my version of golfing is, but like Watching movies. Yeah, probably. I would just yeah. yeah, no, honestly, I would be a lot like the current president. I would be like yes. watching TV all day and then just like Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it would be great. And I'd just be outside the toilet just being like, he's tweeting. Don't go <laughs> in. 
Yeah, I would have a gun. Can I have a gun? I'm having I'm having executive time. Oh yeah, you would have to have a gun. I, I mean, would, we wouldn't we wouldn't put bullets in it, but you could have a gun. I would have no or no or if not, you a would gun, have one of those like Looney Tune Looney Tunes guns that just shoots a flag that says bang. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I want I want that. I want a gun. I want a gun that just gives people blackface. Can I have that? No, no you're gonna, you're gonna have a gun that shoots a little flag that says respect to the office. <laughs> <laughs> just, just pulling a gun on live on live TV. You're getting grilled by I don't know Anderson Cooper's Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper's gonna live forever. That's Anderson, fucking Anderson Coopist. Anderson and, and, Anderson. More like Anderson Coper. Am I right? Talking about some real cope. Don't know what that means. What does cope mean? So I do want to acknowledge before we get started that um, you tried it again. The other day, you just sent me a cryptic text, clearly desperate to ask me for explanation. It's just like, I came up with a new name for nipples, but just like, couldn't, couldn't. Beans. beans. They're your beans. beans. They're your <laughs> beans. Okay, I that I will say I like that a lot more than than you're the mustard to my ketchup or whatever it was. But yeah, that, no, no, you're the ketchup to my potatoes. Because we go together, we go together like potatoes. And oh, ketchup. oh. That would explain, you know, there was that, uh, what was it, that like old meme that was just like, I'm thinking about those beans. That, yes. Or, yeah, so that would, because that would actually make sense, because I believe the origin of that was some like inexplicable horny comment some old dude had left on like a, like some like Instagram models post where he just kept posting like, I'm thinking about those beans, and then someone like found it and like posted it on Twitter, and it just became like, up, like, insane shorthand for like i'm horny but yes. if we actually called nipples beans then in retrospect insane like horny guy from dubai yeah. or whatever would actually have a leg to stand on he yeah. was well, indeed they look like beans they look like beans look. okay don't show me your beans man i showed you a bean i don't i don't want to be thinking about those beans you who doesn't i literally i literally came up to it because I was walking around, uh, in, uh, I get either shirtless or in my uh, or in my trademark uh, wife beater, which we don't call it that anymore. It's, a, it's an A it's shirt. A wife or, respecter. It's a wife respecter. Wearing yeah. a wife respecter. respects their wife yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna literally have to edit out something just because <laughs> the dumbest thing possible there like 20 seconds of silence there <laughs> i'm gonna literally i'm literally that is what i'm just gonna call them but i'm gonna come home and be, say to jackie i'm literally going to just say do you like my wife respecter that i'm wearing just to force <laughs> her to ask me what it means because everybody wears them respects their wife rob came up with it uh no uh no i'm looking at i'm just looking at like our texts there's so much blue text in our text you also didn't respond to the other thing i texted you today uh, which, is, which was just that you like the horny cartoon wolf yeah the but that one didn't demand a response i mean it's just well, you were yeah. making a statement i i received the statement said, you could have said you could have said that you agreed do you not agree no i have too much respect for wives to get that horny Shit, yeah. that's so true. Yeah. I, what's it called? I, I had, we might have to cut this, but I had some woman wink at me today. 
<laughs> and I was just, there's a part of me that was like, oh. <laughs> and then it was just mostly me just like, just like, what the fuck was that? Like, I was like, literally like, like, like I turned I mean, away from for a second. I've told you about getting propositioned by a, an, uh, a grandma with dementia, dementia who I think I might be vaguely related to. And there was yeah. a part of me that was still like, yeah, I got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Aunt There's, Marty's yeah. down. Yeah. 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 I don't so, think she's my aunt by blood, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, listen, if 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 Listen, Florida, listen, I come from a giant ass Irish family. It gets a little confusing. Yeah, well also you're an American in in the twenty first century. Like look at Pornhub, man. Dude, they someone wants us to fuck our family members. And you wanna yeah. know what? I'm not going to. Because I'm a woman respecter. Yes. And on that on that magnanimous note hello and welcome to you're gonna hate it and the thing that you're gonna hate is not women (laughs) the thing that you're gonna hate are each other's movies because that's what we do we give each other movies that we're gonna hate so i'm I'm, movies that we like and that it's so funny that we picked that as the conceit of this show when was the last time you hated one of my movies you've loved every one of them yeah and you've hated every single one of mine that's true so yeah that's true so because anyway, for the opposite reason, because see, my movies make you feel something, so you love them, and your movies make me feel something, so I hate them. It's like Gift of the Magi. So I'm Rob. I'm also Rob. We got two Robs here. Got Alpha Rob. Rob and Rob Prime. Yep. I'm, well, no, and Beta Rob. I'm, I'm Alpha Rob. You're the Beta. Because you're so feisty, like a Beta fish. <laughs> Yeah, I'm constantly trying to fight my reflection. <laughs> Which is funny because I'm literally one who about once a month gets actually legitimately spooked by my reflection. <laughs> oh yeah. Real dog brain hours. Yeah, no, but... yeah. I'm the cocker spaniel here. <laughs> All right. So let's let's jump right in. We've got a we've got a nice little intro riff there. So let's get into okay. the uh, the first movie. So we got a, we got a special thing for you tonight. We're doing two versions of the same film or two entries in the franchise. I don't know. One's the American remake, but it's not really a remake. It's more of a reboot. I don't know. We're doing, we're doing Godzilla. The Godzilla Superfest, folks. Yes. So first one, original 1956 to Ichiro Honda. Is that right? His last name is yeah. definitely Honda. I don't think it's yeah. Ichiro. I think I fucked that up. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Ichiro. Uh, Ichiro played for the Sox. That's right. You- no, I also said it was 1956. Ichiro it's 1954. It's Ishiro. Ishiro. Wait, Ichiro, wait, who did Ichiro play for? This is going to kill me. Primarily the Mariners. He ended That's his it. career with the the Marlins. The Marlins are the funniest team in Major League Baseball. Yeah, because they're they're like most like they they really feel like a football team. Just in their like they're like clearly just like some like elaborate financial grift. Yes. Like yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And yet, <clears throat> and yet, we're like the team of the '90s. Yeah, but again, just purely out of like financial grifterhood, where they like the best thing they did was they won, won the World Series and then just immediately sold immediately all of sold their players. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. That's so cool. I'm, and they won it again, like like yeah. not much longer later. Yeah. And my uh, my mom, who's from Cleveland, is like a, a huge fan of the Cleveland soon to be renamed baseball team. Um, yeah. 
Well, only for the <laughs> mascot, right? That's why she loves it, right? Yeah. Actually, but I actually once, as a child, was like wearing an uh, a yeah, Indian hat because yeah. just be, you know, I was a child and my mom was a fan. You know, it was a nice white lady who wasn't really thinking of it. And like, as like a six-year-old child, I got accosted by a Native American man quite fairly. Like that shit yeah. is really racist. Please do not wear that. Also, also though, also though, <clears throat> I'm gonna say you were six. Yeah, I think it was probably more for my mom than me, but you know. That's fair. Anyway. That's fair. Yeah. No, Dude well, had a point. Again, I, was a, I was a Washington uh, uh, football fan until like five years ago. Like, mm-hmm. and like hardcore diehard at one point considered getting a tattoo, which <laughs> very happy I did not. Dodged a bullet there. Yeah. Well, because I saw that Johnny, <laughs> I saw Johnny Depp had a, had a Native American head tattoo in the movie Cry Baby. And I was like, I'm a big, I'm a big, you know, Washington football fan. Right? What's it called? I could get that logo there. That'd be pretty cool. So happy I did that. Yeah, you've never gotten a regrettable tattoo. Not even but, one. Not even but the one. point, the point anyway, is just that my mom, you know, one of the teams that the Marlins beat on the way to the, the World Series was the Indians. And my mom, if you mention the Marlins to her to this day, will still like go off on a rant about how they just fucking bought their way into a World Series and then threw it away okay. because they're all low life pieces of shit. And now co owned by Derek Jeter. That can't be true. Is that no. true? Yeah. He's, he's one of the co-owners and, again, just came in and immediately sold off anyone. Like That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So just, cool. you know. They're the cool as, team. as much of a piece of shit as anyone else, Mr. Gift Basket. But Google it. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Google <clears throat> the Gift Basket. What a piece of shit. Yeah. But anyway, Godzilla, directed by Ishiro Honda, not Ichiro. Who? Okay, I, I'm going to keep talking about baseball for a second, just because I loved Ichiro. What have I done? He's one, one of my favorite players. But he, there was a tradition yeah. every year at like the All Star at the All Star game. You know, whichever All Star team he was on, which I guess always would have been the, uh, the West. Or no, it's American National League. I forgot for a second which league the Mariners were in. Uh, it's you know, I, I'm ashamed of myself. But anyway, like at the beginning, at the, I said the West. Yeah, no. I mean, oh, I know. Yeah, but I, I, I said the West. I'm still mad at myself. I play. I played baseball for like over a decade. You do. But yeah. Okay. Well, I was good. <laughs> I was great. I was all state. I was not. But um, yeah. I was. But uh, there was a tradition at the beginning of every All Star game where, like, to like pep the team up Ichiro who's a very small man who does not really speak great English would just burst out of a locker and then like start giving this like expletives like laden speech in like broken English about like how we're gonna fuck their fucking asses up and just like spewing profanity and again just like broken English just this tiny tiny man who was a great contact hitter just throwing out like all the like all the English he knows which is all just four letter words about the the other team which is just if if you if you didn't already love Ichiro, you should love Ichiro now. He's but, so cool. Have you ever seen that video of him where he says like his favorite American saying, and it's something like it's not fuck a suck a ding dong, but it's like something like it. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wish I could remember what it was. August in Kansas City. It it's it's hotter than two rats in a fucking wolf sock. Ichiro, true hero. True, yes. a great man. I mean, one of the best. Yeah, you gotta love an Ichiro. I saw Ichiro play, and I remember it is playing against the team I was rooting for. And even then, I was like, "How can you hate this man? He's so good." 
He's so good. He's so yeah. he's such a good player. Such a yeah. fun player to watch. Right? Yeah. Too bad you had to live in Seattle, which seems like a shitty actually seems okay. It just people tend to kill themselves there a lot, which I don't know. Yeah, I mean even the Mariners are like just an incredible, incredibly depressing team. They have at this point, I think, the longest playoff drought in professional sports. And like in the nineties had like yeah. just like the like an amazing lineup of of players like you had at the same time like randy johnson like peak a rod yeah. uh, um ken griffey jr um God. and hey, just ken griffey jr yeah remember how remember how he was out for half a season with a groin injury because he like yeah that's always just you know he hurt, yeah. his, he hurt his dick and balls but well, 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 um, yeah god yeah. fucking but, god the 90s, anyway. 90s baseball was so good Oh, the peak. The peak was the best. And not just because I was a child. But Yeah. Definitely not just because we were children. It's not just, it's not just nostalgia. No. Yeah. No, no, it's not. No, it was the best. Yeah, yeah. We're not we're not slowly turning into middle aged men who are going yeah. to talk about how good things used to be. Yeah. I don't I don't make I don't force my children to watch DuckTales because of any nostalgia. <laughs> it's just good. Yeah. I wanna watch their goddamn PJ mask. Anyway, not a baseball podcast. We are here to talk about our big lizard savior slash destroyer, Godzilla, Gojira. But yes, we should go to a game. Let's talk about that later. Probably well, not for like a year or so. Yes, Probably yes, not doable. Yes, but yes. yes. Cool, yeah. Let's, no, you know what we'll do? It'll be like the movie Life. Did you ever see Life? Life? No. No, what's the one with Martin Lawrence and... Eddie Murphy. Don't know. Is that life? That's the one. I don't know. They get like it's like racism. Like they get like racistly <laughs> arrested and sentenced to life in prison for like a murder that they just like didn't commit. And then they just spend like basically their entire life on like a southern like chain gang. And then yeah, the last thing is yeah, they just like go to a baseball game together because they're old as shit. And it's supposed to be like, oh, look at that. They got to go to their game. And it's like, they spent their entire life in jail. This is not a good story. But then if I just talk about baseball for two hours, I love baseball. I do love baseball. Yeah, fuck Godzilla. No, we got to talk about Godzilla. Okay. Godzilla, king of the monsters, alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Godzilla, king of the monsters, it's alive. A gigantic beast stalking the earth, crushing all before it in a cyclonic cavalcade of electrifying horror, raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. Godzilla, king of the monsters, incredible titan of terror, wiping out a city of six million in a holocaust of flame. Jet flames cannot destroy it. Bombs cannot kill it. All modern weapons fail. Is this the end of our civilization? Can the scientists of the world find a way to stop this creature? For the answer, see Godzilla, King of the Monsters. You may wish to deny it, but your eyes tell you it's true. A tale to stun the mind. More fantastic than any ever written by Jules Verne. More terrifying than any ever shown on the screen. Awesome. Incredible. Unbelievable! A story beyond your wildest dreams. Dynamic violence. Savage action. 
spectacular thrills. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Fantastic beyond comprehension. Gripping beyond compare. Astounding beyond belief. The mightiest monster of them all. See Godzilla, King of the Monsters. The fans demand it. Yeah, the fans are clamoring for Godzilla. You know, will he save us? Will he destroy us? It varies from movie to movie. It does. There are so many Godzilla films. There are like 30 or 40 Godzilla films. I, Jackie actually got mad at me because, um, cause like, cause like we were looking and we were marveling at how many Godzilla films there are. And she was like, she was like, holy shit. I was like, yeah, no, this was like a really big deal. Like they made so many movies of these. And she was like, are you mansplaining to me that they made a lot of Godzilla films? Like, I did, like, like Godzilla is a big deal. And I was just like, yes. Because I was, because I was like, no, no, this was like a really influential movie. And she's like, yes, Matt, it's Godzilla. <laughs> I have heard of him. Thank you. Heard, yeah. Have, yeah. Have you seen any of the other like Toho Godzilla movies? No, no. I haven't seen. And my dad showed me like part of one one time and I was just like, black and white, fucking boring. So what you, what you really want to do is, you know, I, so let me just tell you what I did and what my experience with, with them was. It was just like in like near blackout state in just like the, the pits of like fuck up depression, like just nothing going on living with, <clears throat> living with my parents. Like what you want to do is you want to get like near blacked out on like Kentucky gentlemen and then just watch some like 60s and 70s like Godzilla movies. Oh where they're like God. where they're just like it's like the like 12th to 15th Godzilla movies where they're like they're just kids movies at this point and Godzilla has become like kind of a mascot for like Japanese kids who's like saving yeah. them from other mos- monsters. I'm like it's the 60s so a occasionally there's some like weird hippie stuff going on let me tell you i remember very little of what happens in those movies and it's not just because again i was like way deep on some kg those are like some weird like fever dream movies KG. on their own yeah kg don't yeah. lean on the glass kg well, buddy. if he actually leaned on a bottle of kg it wouldn't shatter because it's plastic that's right. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say like. I was gonna say like. Listen, if you're gonna drink KG, it's gonna be hard not to lean on the glass. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. That is a. That is a. That that was the most <laughs> visceral fucking thing you have said to me all week. Like when you <laughs> blasted on 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 fucking Kentucky. Did you ever Virginia gentleman? No. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like 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 like. It's for what? Like you don't want to be. As classy as drinking Kentucky Gentleman, you go to. By the way, also Kentucky Gentleman. Uh, I mean, uh, Kentucky Gentleman is already just like I can't afford yeah. wild turkey. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's already I can't afford Jim Beam, which is already I can't afford. Uh, 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 fucking what is it? Uh, uh, Jack Daniels. You got it. Yeah. The other guy. The other guy. Yeah. Uh, no, Virginia Gentleman. Uh, I forget if it's Virginia Gentleman, Kentucky. Which one had a plantation house on it? <laughs> I don't think it was Kentucky Gentleman. I'm pretty it sure. Might, it might but again, I wasn't really paying attention to the yeah. label. I wanted yeah. to ignore so, the label as much as yes. possible and forget what I was drinking. Yes. Yeah. This is a, no. This is something I learned like like a year ago, and I like was like, no way. I drank so much of that. I looked at it. I was like, oh man, no, okay. <laughs> so it did. I, I again, it was very cheap. Yeah, that's that's really the selling point. Like. Yeah. It's got a fairly high ABV, and you can get it for like eight dollars. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, I was yeah. like, I know th- th- this. 
bring me back. Anyway, no, yeah. what's it called? Yes. So, yes. so, yes. so, so Godzilla, yes. 1954, Ishiro Honda. And I, again, they make, they made like 8 billion of these movies and they get pretty weird and pretty like kids movie-ish. But this is, but this is a like hugely influential movie, not to like uh, wife splain to you, you know, because, because we are wife respecters here. We are We're wife not, respecters. Yeah, but you, you've heard of Godzilla, but it's weird this ended up becoming a kids movie because the original Godzilla, like just the thing that I always think about is like, the impression that you take from this movie is this was made by people who have like watched a city get destroyed. Yes. Like yeah. this is, this is a movie that is explicitly about like the uh, atomic attacks on Japan. And like, yeah. really, I mean, it, explicitly like about atomic attacks, but also just kind of generally about the, like the destruction that was leveled against Japan in world. Yeah. War. Yeah. yeah. Because actually, Actually, after we finished watching this movie, because it took me two tries to watch this, because I fell asleep the first time. <laughs> uh, I, fell, I fell asleep. Here's what happened. I fell asleep, woke up as it ended, what, right? woke up to it, and like, like to the credits rolling. And then I thought I was just like, they I just bullshit my way through this. And then I was like, I got to watch it again. Shit, yeah. right? But, uh, but, uh, but so, um, what's it called? We're just going to keep rolling. No, but so. Yeah, uh, yeah I know. I, I, I'm used to it by now. Yeah, oh, yeah. So is the audience. It's funny what you can get used to. But after we watched it, I'm pretty sure my wife just turned to me and she just went, you think there was a message there? Oh, yeah. This is, this is not a subtle movie. <laughs> I think, yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. I want to make sure. That was a joke. She, yes. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, so, you know, as you probably know, Godzilla is a giant prehistoric sea beast. Um, is who, he? A, yes, that's what he is in this. Sorry, because he's something else in the other one. Sorry. Yes, no, the other one really fucks with the the backstory to kind of rob it of much real, like, yeah. I don't know, it, do, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. We'll get into that, though. We're going to talk about these one at a time. There's obviously going to be some overlap. We'll, we'll get to the other one when we get to the other one. You know, we can take that baton death march when we get there. But, um... Oh, look yeah. how happy he is with himself. Yeah, yeah, I made a, I made a history. But, um... But, uh... Yeah, yeah. As you say, um, they deserved it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, they got what yeah. they deserved. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, this is the e the episode where we get canceled. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I think I think yeah. they kind of all are. But um, mm -hmm. we're uncancelable. What are you going to do? Yeah, so, we fired from Safeway. <laughs> so he's a, a giant prehistoric sea creature that has been disturbed by uh, atomic testing in the Pacific and has become radioactive. And it is about that giant radioactive prehistoric sea beast laying waste to Tokyo. Um, and there, you know, there is like some human stuff going on there. You know, there's, there's even like a love triangle on there, which I really had no time for. Like that is yeah. really like the weakest part of the movie. Like yes. the, the centerpiece of this movie is it is about the sort of, governmental and military and scientific response to what do we do about the giant monster that is destroying our city which kind of again stands in for the sort of general destruction that was leveled against japan during the during the war you know it's again like obviously like specifically the nuclear attacks on hiroshima and nagasaki but kind of generally like we really like bombed the shit out of them 
you know um and you know obviously there were all sorts of japanese war crimes that occurred during the war too that's kind of just what war is it's a you know long series of crimes um no one really comes out that well most times but you know we're not we're not getting into that it's just this is a movie that is you know i think um so most monster movies and disaster movies are at some really you know all movies this is, this applies to all movies to a certain extent you know they're, they're about working out various psychological things but matt matt is smiling because i've been having to vamp for a minute while he eats like i don't know loose cold cuts it's hard to tell exactly what but he's gorgeous pastrami yeah he like so this whole time i've been talking he like went to the kitchen and i was just kind of talking to a blank screen i could see my own reflection in his window and i was kind of vamping about like war crimes because i didn't know what else to do but yeah um i was hungry yeah and now and and had to continue to vamp while i watched him eat raw pastrami but not yeah. raw, just loose, loose, loose is the word I was looking for. Um, yes, loose pastrami, but, yes. Yeah. Um, straight out of the bag pastrami. But Yeah, that's right. So the, the, the point that I was kind of circling around is just, you know, most disaster movies are kind of working out like some kind of psychological trauma or fear. And this one, you know, is, is kind of about, obviously about what was done to Japan. Um, yeah, having to vamp really threw me off. But anyway, so anyway, there, there, there is some like some human stuff in the movie. There's a love triangle that just no interest. Don't yeah, care. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? But but here's the thing, right? The love triangle is between a guy who got who got his eyes shot out or whatever during the war, right? Which Rob would say he deserved. I don't know. I think it's a little bit more complicated <laughs> than that. But no, let's go. <clears throat> yeah, it's between this one scientist, this guy who works for a salvage ship, and then this woman. The woman's pretty nice, by the way. But what's it called? Oh, yeah. And the guys, honestly, the guys are too. The guys they're, are too. Bro, honestly, a, yeah. Matt, 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 you got 30 cents there because you, you got three dimes. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. That's right, you yeah. do. Well done, Rob. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Three dimes. What's it called? Godzilla looks like shit, though. But what's it called? It's cool. Yeah, no. Oh, so. Yes. I will say the... Please don't get more pastrami. You got it. <laughs> Please don't get more pastrami. I, I don't like just having to vamp. Um, but... So I, I... The effects do look like shit. You're right. Like, this I mean, is... They must have blown people's minds. Yeah, so... so it's kind of a... Like... They oh, look can silly. We, can we go through the plot real quick? So I... There, there isn't a whole lot of plot. So I think the point of the movie, the point anyone watches this movie is to see Godzilla fuck shit up. Yeah, but the plot, yeah. the plot of the movie is, so Godzilla is awoken by nuclear testing, destroys a few ships. American they a few, nuclear testing. Uh, yes, explicitly American nuclear testing, you know, in the South Pacific. He destroys a few Japanese fishing boats, which is also sort of based on a real incident when, you know, the first H-bomb test in the South Pacific was conducted, the, I think, Castle Bravo test. There were, you know, they hadn't, they, it was way bigger than they were expecting it to be. And it like, it sent this huge radioactive cloud like over like uh, in a, just an astounding area of the South Pacific. And a Japanese fishing trawler that I don't remember the name of was like, caught in the radioactive fallout and you know a 
bunch of people got like really severe radiation poisoning, which was not at all a big deal in America, but was a huge deal in Japan, you know, yeah. because they are understandably sensitive about nu- yes. atomic issues. Um, yeah. Actually, so th- when I, I actually took Japanese for five years and part of that uh, in order to get, they literally would bribe us with extra credit to host a Japanese exchange student. And I was not good at Japanese. So I'd say to my parents, we need to host a student. So they were like, all right, fine. So we would. And, and, and I remember I was out with this guy this one time. It was me, my buddy uh, Javed and uh, Javid. Javed. I can't remember his name. I can't remember how you pronounce it. Anyway, Javed, let's call him, right? No, Javid. It was Javid. Anyway, yeah, me, Javid, and uh, what's it called? Um, uh, uh, and this, uh, and this, uh, my Japanese exchange student, which is like looking up words in Japanese and just saying them to him, you know, as you do, right? You know what I mean? And, uh, or Javid was, right? And then Javid got to, uh, 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 atomic bomb and just started saying it. And then I was like, bro, stop. And then he was like, what? Cause the guy looked very sad. And then I was like, bro, he's Japanese. And he was like, what? Oh, and then it dawned on us. And yeah. <laughs> Real, real, real bring down. Yeah. The point is they're very sensitive about that. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically Godzilla's out in the ocean fucking shit up, but he's coming closer to shore, you know, attacks some outlying islands. Um, And, you know, there's kind of like a build, like a a general kind of, you know, building of tension the way that like typically, you know, disaster movies do. Like they don't just get right to the, you know, they don't get right to the fucking, they got some foreplay first. So, you know, mm-hmm. destroys a few ships. There's some, you know, some like villagers out on these outlying islands are like, hey, this sounds like Godzilla. You know, we got all these old myths about Godzilla. Like, seems like Godzilla to me, but everyone else is like, ah, it's just these old guys who've been out at sea. They're just crazy old fishermen. Don't listen to these guys. You know, don't worry about it. But, you know, eventually Godzilla shows up on these outlying islands and be like, oh shit, it's Godzilla. You know, but again, they're like, you know, they're, it's like, they're backwaters, you know, they're not, yeah. they're not, they're not the, the, you know, the. It's not a Kyoto. Yeah, it's not a Kyoto, it's not a Tokyo, so there's still a little bit of time for people to like freak out a little bit and be like, okay, what do we do? Do we build some kind of big electric fence around Tokyo, because it seems like maybe where he's heading, you know, and there's this, again, there's this love triangle between, uh, you know, the guy who's involved with the, like the merchant marine people who one of their ships was destroyed yeah and then uh a scientist who you know his purposes are a little mysterious we don't know a whole lot about him yet you know he doesn't really show up much and then we immediately know he's cool because he has an eye patch yes yeah um and that it has something to do with the war you know exactly. uh, they were i think they were maybe together in the war yeah um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. and then an old and then there's an older guy uh uh doctor something um he's you know he's the the wise older doctor the dude who's kind of got the straight dope and he's played by takashi shimura who's a pretty famous japanese no actor yeah i mean i i know that you're being facetious with me but he is actually like a pretty big deal in japanese cinema he was in a, yeah. a shit ton of kurosawa movies yeah. um he actually like this this movie interestingly was made at the same time as a kurosawa movie i live in fear that was also like explicitly about like nuclear paranoia about you. yeah 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 you know yeah it was about me because i also constantly yeah. live in fear of the atomic bomb exactly unlike me who i don't know if everyone knows this one of the one of the defined there was a whole period of mine and rob's relationship that was defined by me and him arguing about whether or not I would survive uh, 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 like a like a, like a nuclear attack. 
yes, you were convinced that you were essentially indestructible. I'm still kind of not, I still am kind of convinced of that. I know. I know that you're not totally aware of your own mortality. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. That used to and really upset you, though. Yeah, because I think one of my defining features is how uh, obsessed with my own mortality I am. But, exactly. So yeah. for me to be like, no, I'd be fine, it would, it really, I really, folks. It got under my skin. Yeah, you found, <laughs> you found a chink in the armor. I did. And then, yeah. like I do with every chink I find in your armor, I just twist. I twist. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway the, re the reason the reason that i brought it up is there's this you know again there's this kurosawa movie that was also about you know someone who's just terrified of the bomb you know a japanese guy who's terrified like paralyzed with fear about nuclear war you know it's, it's much more of like a straight drama like there isn't a giant monster that it attacks it's just about a guy who's scared of the bomb and like what that does to him psychologically um but it was actually made with the same essentially produced at the same time using most of the same like production team. So there's this kind of weird like synchronicity between this and, you know, this other like major milestone of like Japanese cinema that it, it's just, you know, this was something that was like kind of in the zeitgeist in Japan at the time, understandably, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like I mean, they're, again, they're less than 10 years out from it and they're, you know, all these other, it's yeah. still, as with the the fishing boat thing like it's it's an ongoing issue you know they're still yeah, dealing yeah. with people who have radiation sickness all, yeah all of the all of the like fucking like yeah all of like the western nations are all blowing up their colonial possessions in it like like, like literally like right the fuck over there compared to the japanese just over and over and over again just, yeah this is just uh just a year after the korean war ends which is you know yeah. an incredibly violent conflict that could have easily gone nuclear exactly yeah 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 i mean i mean you have Ch china doesn't have a nuke yet at this point i don't, I don't know when they conducted their first test but 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 you have literally the soviet union right over there 64 doing... so there's a there are ways okay. off Okay, yeah. so that was, yeah. But you have the but you have the Soviet Union with nukes. You have America with nukes. You got them just, and we're just blowing up fucking Bikini Bottom all over the goddamn place. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like right over there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, and that's the thing is that what really struck me watching this is like kind of like looking at all the people and being like, let's see, how old were you roughly during the war? And just like how many people in this movie were just alive for their country being nuked? Like the idea it of what? Yeah. But also, I think it's it's not just nuked because again, like we, I, like Japan was essentially leveled during the war. Like yeah. there's this this uh, um, Errol Morris documentary, "The Fog of War," which is you know basically uh, it's about Robert McNamara, um, who was the Secretary of Defense under Kennedy and Johnson for during Vietnam. Yep. But he had also, also been also also a character in Call of Duty Black Ops. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually play him in the zombie level. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to be Mac yeah, you know to be McNamara, um Kennedy, uh Fidel Castro, or I forget who the fourth one is. It's not Che, but I forget who it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But anyway, he uh he had also been involved with the the strategic, you know, at a lower level up with the strategic stri strategic air campaign against Japan, and so actually, like the first portion of the film before they even get to Vietnam, is really just about what we did to Japan. Um, and again, like we don't want to like pretend that like Japan 
you know, they were a quasi-fascist, like, imperial empire, did lots of bad shit on their own. Yeah, but bad. Like, yeah no, the, we're not here to defend the Japanese empire. But, um, but, you know, what we, you know, we essentially intentionally targeted civilian populations to just level cities, you know, and there's this sequence in the film where they, they just go through, like, just the list of, like, Japanese cities that were that were destroyed and like what percentage of the city of le- was leveled and like how many people were killed in the bombings and they take like a corresponding American city like this is a an American city of the, about the same size and just to sort of like drive home like what this actually looks like you know it, imagine like you know 80% of Pittsburgh being leveled and 50,000 people being killed and they just do this you know this is like I don't I don't know how long it, it goes but it just it's just this incredible accumulation of just city after city after city after city after city where you just you start, almost start to feel numbed to it um just to sort of drive home like how complete the devastation was and you know it builds to this moment where McNamara you know sort of admits to himself like yeah I mean if if we had lost the war, we would have all been tried as war criminals. Yeah. And like they explicitly like in the Nuremberg trials where they were, you know, this is obviously about about Germany rather than the US, but like they they were considering whether to include like the V2 program on the list of like war crimes against the or like the Blitz against London as like war crimes on the like docket of charges against the Nazis. And they're like, no, we can't include like aerial bombings of civilian targets because we did we, that too. Yeah. The firebombing of Dresden. I mean, like, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, but again, I mean, like, that's the most prominent example, but it's hardly the only one. Like, yeah, exactly. It's yeah, the yeah. most extreme. But, knows yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah. But like, how many over and over and over and over? I mean, right. I mean, like, I mean, we saw it in the movie uh, um, uh, Angels in the Outfield or whatever fucking German angel movie. Wings of Desire. Yeah, that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like part of the thing where Wings of Desire, I think, elicited such a reaction for me is because they literally do have this scene where they just like bring out all these dead civilians that are yeah. dead, dead German civilians. Because that's the thing, because we think mm-hmm. of all the dead British civilians, we think of all the dead Soviet civilians, we think of all the dead, well, I mean, I do at least, right? You know, right, right, right. right? But you know, right, we think of all these, yeah, like all these dead civilians from this war, but then like, yeah, the act, a bunch of Axis civilians also got killed, like pretty right. horrifically. And like that didn't really happen here. Like, like yeah. how many American civilians are you talking about? Like, probably mostly Pearl Harbor, but like beyond Pearl Harbor, I mean, like, you know. Yeah, we really, we really got spared all of that. Yeah, I mean, and Pearl Harbor even was overwhelmingly military targets. Mm-hmm. Like that was a military target. Like, and that's the worst thing that happened to us. Like, yeah, like imagining like, oh, what if Pittsburgh just got blown up? What if right. there just wasn't a Pittsburgh anymore? Oh, what if like you know, like fucking like Annapolis, right? Oh, what if Norfolk? What if, like, Norfolk, Virginia Beach, like, it's just, it's not a thing anymore. All those people, so many of those people dead. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I as always. Can, I don't think that we can really, I think that that's something that Americans have a hard time grasping, right? We get, yeah. we get, that, we get like, what, like, like, what, three buildings blown up, and what do we do? We, we, we completely, get, like, I mean, 9-11, like, that's the closest thing we have to it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, as always, this podcast is in danger of like becoming a World War II thing. We want to, we don't want to totally do that, but it's just a, it's a sort of, I, it's it's impossible to talk about this movie without talking about the like deep psychological trauma that it's like built on. Because you know, this is all building to like the centerpiece of the movie is you know Godzilla's attack on Tokyo, which I think is you know you're not you're right in saying that like the special effects in this movie are fairly whack. 
Like, there's yeah. a reason, like, it's so easy to parody, like, just a dude in a suit, like, knocking over some buildings. Like, it does look a little silly, but at the same time, it is an incredibly visceral sequence. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, just waves of building buildings on fire. Like, yeah. I don't know about you, but, like, suspension of disbelief or not, like, it's, you really get the sense of, like, just the just the carnage. And I think a lot of that comes yeah. from, like, what they choose to foco- focus on in between the sequences of, like, moments of, you know, of, like, Godzilla knocking over a building. Because this it's, like, a long sequence. It's, like, probably yeah, like yeah. 15 yeah, or 20 minutes. Like, it goes on yeah. for a while. And, you know, so, and not all of that is, like, watching Godzilla blow shit up. A lot of it is just about watching civilians try and deal with that. Like, there's a huge yeah. emphasis in, the, in this movie on, like civil defense and evacuations and like police just trying to like open up channels for people to get out like it is again like a movie that is informed with like texture that you'd only really even think about if you had like been through this kind of shit yourself and knew what it was to be someone who was just faced with like this just this overwhelming like inexplicable destruction that you have no power over that's just there and there's nothing you can do the best you can do is to just try and stay out of its way. Yeah. I remember uh, after, after uh, the United States nuked uh, Hiroshima, um, some, uh, I remember learning that some Japanese soldiers started wearing white because they thought that if you wore white, you couldn't be like the nuke. I, I don't know. I saw this. I don't know where I saw this. I just remember learning <laughs> that. I, think that that's true we're gonna yeah. we're gonna but, but 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 point being like yeah i mean and that's the thing that is like I, I think that like really hit me with it because i mean look i mean i mean like that's the thing it's like we live in an era where like yeah like these monster movies where like someone just you know and these movies where like people just like just destroy buildings whole things everything you know marvel all that shit right all just like yeah no one was in those i i wish i you know we, we don't think about oh there might have been people in that building right you know what i mean i mean right. maybe you Right, but like I remember, like for me, like when I first, I'll never forget, like the day I learned about like 9/11, which is, I guess, like the closest thing, which is so sad in comparison. Three thousand people died, which yeah, a tragedy, sure. But like we're talking like a quarter of a million people die in just those two bombings, right? Just the atomic bombings, not including like all of the other fire bombings and just aerial raids on. Yeah, I mean, the fire bo- the fire bombing of Tokyo killed more people than either of those. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And that's like, 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 but no, we just think of like those two, but even, but even then, like on 9-11, I remember like when I heard that like someone flew airplanes into a building, I was like, oh, they were empty. Like that was my first thought. Like, 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 like being able to comprehend like right. just like any sort of mass terror, like, and then again, I was also 10, but you know what I mean? But like, but, 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 but like, but like it, it is hard for like, like, like that is such a jarring thing. And these are people yeah. like, that, like, like these are people that like, because, like, you hear about, like, a quarter of a million people, you know, and there's that fake Stalin quote, you know, like, yeah. you know. The death like, of one man is a tragedy. The death of a million people is a statistic, which is like, apocryphal, but, but it points to something at the same time. It does. It does. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it which just, is why it gets, which is why it gets passed around despite being, you know, made up. Like, like, yeah, why, why would he say that? Why would he say, like, just, oh, I'm evil. Like, why would you say that? Why, why would you say but, that? Honestly, I've never but, interpreted I've never interpreted that as being evil. It's more about perspective. It's what you're talking yeah. about. Like, yeah. I, I, you can't wrap your head around the death of a million people. Like, it's yeah. it's incomprehensible. 
but yeah. you can wrap your head around like individual tragedies within all that. And if you yeah. focus on that, like you get a sense of the larger tragedy. Like this, this movie again is really good at like picking moments to like stand in yeah. for like the larger trauma. Like there's this moment where like, you know, Godzilla is coming to blow up some fucking building and there's this, just this, you know, this mother with her two children just cowering like there's fuck all they can yeah. do. And yeah. the woman is saying like, we're going to go join daddy. Like it's clear, like yeah, exactly. you know, the implication yeah. being, you know, that the father was killed in the war and yeah. you know, that now they're going to get theirs. And it's just, yeah. you know, and I don't think that it's gets a double resolved. Whammy. Like, yeah. It's just a double whammy. Cause it's that first one of like, of like, of like, Oh yeah, we just suffered this huge national trauma of this war. Right. Which like took so many fathers. I mean, took this one dude's eye, you know what I mean? Like you think about and how it, again, it didn't just take fathers. Exactly. Exactly, that's the thing, it didn't, and that's the thing, is that, like, you're seeing all this destruction, and you're like, man, that's dumb, right, but then, like, you're always like, oh, no, that's, like, we're talking, like, families, we're talking, like, people, like, like, untold amounts of, and, and, and it's very interesting, because they never say what the death toll is, they don't go, like, something like, right. oh, like, yeah, it's just. Because, again, that's a, that's a, t- that's a statistic, it leaves yeah. you with, like, a really, like, regardless of exactly how many people it is, it lives, it leaves you with a really, clear like emotional portrait of like the cost of this like like you however ex- many people it is exactly like you, you you get punched in the gut yeah like just again despite it, the the effects being fairly whack yeah like yeah, yeah but they, i mean again they also must have been ridiculous for that time people must have been yeah. like whoa yeah yeah i mean like part of the reason like they made this movie is because right before it came out, there was a, uh, like a reissue, like re-theatrical run of King Kong. And it like, it made just a shit ton of money. Like, and that the effects in King Kong, unsurprisingly being from the thirties are also fairly whack. But like, you know, you can suspend a lot of disbelief. Like again, like we'll get into it later, but I would almost say the effects in the 1998 Godzilla look worse. Oh, exactly. No, like, I, I is, was honestly just thinking that. I was yeah. honestly just thinking that. Yeah. 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 That is some truly like we haven't figured out CGI yet. I, like CGI. No. Like it really like we've I've used this before, but it it truly looks like a PS1 game. Yes. Yes. No. It honest. Yes. It actually does. Yes. And I believe they. I'm gonna search that. I think they did make a game of it. I'm sure they did, but but I and it's easy to kind of like over romanticize practical effects, but I think with reason, because like, honestly, I will take the like sort of goofy, like practicality of like a dude in a suit stepping on some miniatures because there's like, there's something there. Like it doesn't look like reality, but there is like something with weight, you know, being toyed with. Yes. And you compare that to like the the later effects in the the nineteen ninety eight Godzilla, and it really it just it's like paper thin, like absolutely nothing there. It might as well be a Microsoft screensaver. Like there's no like there's nothing visceral to it. Like because again, like Godzilla, despite looking like the fifty four version, despite looking fairly silly, like there is again they they managed to make something pretty visceral out of it. Yeah, no, no, abs- absolutely, absolutely. No, they absolutely did. I mean, and, and that's the thing, is that, like, I think that it really is, those, like, kind of, like, interstitial shots. Uh, by the way, yeah, they did make a, 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 a 1998 uh, Godzilla. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it was great. It might have been. Definitely a not a cash-in. Yeah. might have been a pinball game, which uh, 
I think it's actually, I'm going to say, is better. That's, yes, yeah. it, it appears to have been a pinball, which is honestly so cool. Yeah, that's that's uh, just yeah. like a, that's a thing that's totally disappeared. Like, there used yeah. like, it used to be like oh, every, yeah. every blockbuster used to get like a, an arcade game. Like, yeah. have, you ever, have you ever played like the old like Star Wars arcade games? They kind of, I don't, yeah. at least when, at least when I was like nine, they kind of kicked ass. No, we, oh, but, yeah, bro. Yeah. No, well, that's the thing. Everything was better back when we were like kids. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Sucks now, yeah. But when we were kids, so much better. To, yeah. quote, to quote Thirty Rock, what we need to do is make it 1997 again by science or magic. Yeah. Well, can you imagine if we could? Oh my! God. I, honestly, that would fix so much shit. Yeah. So much shit. Um, yeah. It would be better. I do want to return to that. That is the one thing that I am like, oh my god, the fashion. Can we talk about the fashion? The fashion was great. Uh, anyway, no, no. I need to. I need to I will get have the biggest the- jeans. I'm legitimately getting sad that it's not 1997 anymore. <laughs> no, but um, no, 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 no. I think you're right. I think that, I mean, and that's the thing is that like every part of this movie is something that like really does speak to, I mean, like that's the, I'm, I remember like after watching this movie, I was kind of like, yeah, it is insane that like nukes are a thing because the whole way that they end up killing Godzilla is they basically make something bigger than a nuke, right? Yeah. They call it, and, it's a, again, it's a, it's a fairly silly name. They call it the Oxygen Destroyer. Yeah. Like this, because, you know, this is, this is a 50s genre movie. There's some, like, some fairly, again, just like fairly whack, like, mad scientist stuff involving the guy who's missing the eye. You know, the eye patch guy from the Love Triangle. Like, he turns out to be this, like, you know, kind of mad scientist who's developed this, like, sort of accidentally developed a super weapon that he's, like, really distraught over like it's it's like if oppenheimer had like built the bomb but realized that he'd built the bomb and like kind of was like okay i shouldn't actually tell anyone about this you know that's kind of the i don't i don't think i honestly don't know that oppenheimer i mean i don't i don't know enough about him you know it's hard it's hard because he, i mean he, he, he became like it <laughs> yeah like that's the thing it's tough it's tough Maybe against, probably not against Japan. Maybe against Germany. I don't know. Did did you ever did you ever uh, do uh, Cat's Cradle? Did I ever read it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was a big Vonnegut guy for a while. I mean, I I still like Vonnegut. I just haven't read him much recently. But that's so. But that, Vonnegut is like the one like author that I've actually read several of his books. Yeah, like, he's. I mean, because he's like he's a great writer, but he's also a fairly easy writer in a lot exactly. of ways. Yeah. You Which is, it. you know, I think I think a compliment, if anything, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, no the fact like, that, yeah, the fact that you can get a dumb guy like me to be like, to be like, oh yeah, no, you're a great writer, like that's yeah. huge, like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, and yeah, you I can mean, like communicate like fairly like weighty and complicated ideas in a way that's like accessible to people. Like that's actually that's tough. That's a that's a tough line to walk. Like, yeah, I remember like when I figured. Yeah, I remember like at the end of it when I was like, "Oh fuck, the world's over." Yeah, sucks. And just yeah. being like, "Why couldn't they just let the people touch feet? What was wrong?" <laughs> it's so much happier. Yeah, that's the thing. And that's the thing so, with it too, because like they make the oxygen. First off, Jackie actually put us up out. She's like, "Oxygen destroyer and water. Wouldn't that just make everything hydrogen?" And then I was just right. Like, yeah, the, again, the science is whack. Like. It is why. It does not it does not make any sense.
I hate about being Jewish? Only a lot. What's it called? Well, yeah, but besides that, all Jewish men, we just get this fat right here. I mean, I got that too. I don't think that's just you, man. No, 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 no. But like all Jewish men have it and we all get it. And it doesn't matter how skinny you are or anything like that. Felix said something about it on Chapo. And I was looking at it, I was like, oh my God, that's fucking true. Because I've just been noticing it in every Jewish man I see. We all have it. I, think, I mean, honestly, I think all Irishmen have that too. I think that's just an Irish chin. Is that, is that what they call this? Is yeah. That I think that's the thing. I'm gonna... I, I might legitimately be part Irish. Don't steal my culture. No, well, no, well, because whenever you guys would die in... Okay, I searched yeah. Irish chin and it's just giving me pictures of Conan O'Brien. <laughs> No, no. Uh, whenever Irish would have orphans in Quebec, um, they would just give them to the French because they were like, oh, they're Catholic, so they can't be members yeah. of our family. You guys are Catholic. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, apparently, like, a bunch of French Canadians have red hair, and that's where they think that's from. Because not a lot of French people have red hair. So, yeah. Not, like, not a lot of Irish people have red hair. I mean, it's, I think it's kind of being slowly, like, bred out of society because i think it's a recessive gene maybe i don't know it's very funny everyone's just gonna look like me yes that's that's where we're headed yeah no i have brown eyes dark darker skin and brown hair but anyway just get back on track after our our digression so yeah i mean it, it it basically ends with like you know them using ice nine on godzilla but the the scientist sezawara who came up with it like destroys all information about like how to create it and then kills himself kills himself and then uses all of it that he has yes basically like i am i am salting the earth i want to make sure no one ever you know recreates this super weapon like i'm just i'm so committed to like never allowing this to fall into to any hands the right or wrong anyone's hands because there are no there are no right hands to Exactly. To put this in, like this yeah. is just too destructive. No one should have this. Yeah. He literally said. He literally says, first it was a bomb versus a bomb, then H bomb versus H bomb. Which how much how much more powerful is an H bomb than an A bomb? It's like, it, it, it's like considerably, many, yes, many yeah. orders of magnitude. Yes, like it's not like like it's not like twice. It's not it's just twice. no. It's like, yeah, it's a lot. Like like yeah. like like because that was a thing that like got me to actually finally stop with my, like, I'd survive a nuclear attack was when I found this website that was just, like, 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 that was basically just, like... Yeah, there is a website. You can simulate, you know, blast radiuses of different bombs. Yeah, yeah, And it's, like, the difference between just the, like, the bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima versus the Castle Bravo test, which was, you know, the first H-bomb, is, like, the difference between destroying, like, midtown Manhattan versus, like, you know most of the five boroughs yeah exactly yeah yeah and that's yeah. like and they you know considerably upped the firepower after that did they considerably up the firepower after that i thought after no wait i thought after castle bravo they were just like okay that was too powerful we don't we're not gonna need that or which one because because the biggest one or is that the soviets who did the they did the tsar bomba and then they were like okay no no one needs to that 
I mean, Sar Bomba was so big there it was it wasn't even like practical as a weapon. Like they yes, didn't have any way to it. fire it. Yeah. Yes, that was. But it yes, was, was it was just a gargantuan explosion. Yes. Like that yes. was like you know just the greater New York area gone. Yes. But, yes. That was yes. Yeah. The Sar Bomba. Yeah. Those once again the Soviets the good guys realizing like there is no need we don't need this. That's my point. I mean, again, a lot of it was just a measure of practicality. Like, even if we wanted to use this, there's no way to deliver it. But they were the good guys, Rob. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's a movie that ends on like as about like as explicit a like an anti nuke message as you can get. Yeah, 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 yeah. Considerably more, I'll say, than the other one we watched. Which, not to like jump into it, because of course we want to. I mean, I feel like I feel like this is kind of switched from like us having like like going over the movie and then having a discussion to us having a discussion as we go through the movie. That's probably the better way to do it, honestly. Uh, yeah. A little more natural, but yeah, yeah. But 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 that's the thing. I mean, like I mean, like and that's the thing is that like it 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 really is. I mean, like that's the thing. This is as good a bow as you could have on this movie. Uh, this is as good a like you know it it it. it I mean, I mean, yeah. That's the thing. This is like an incredibly anti-nuke movie. And I'm curious, and I wonder if you know this, how was this received in Japan? Huge. I mean, again, they made 30 of these. Like, more. They're still making them, you know? Um, And it's weird because, like, again, like, the figure of Godzilla has evolved considerably. Like, as as the, like, the the franchise goes on, like, they introduce other monsters. Got a hold of it, too. Yeah, we'll get into that in a second, but but um again like they introduce other monsters and godzilla ends up kind of being like the good guy who's defending japan against the other monsters and for a while like the movies were kind of like kids movies which is weird a weird Weird. direction to go from like this like really explicit like movie about hiroshima yes but like even even the scenes where they show like the destruction that it caused like because I'm, I'm, I'm sure you, you and I both have more of a curiosity with these things. I'm sure you've seen all the pictures of like Hiroshima and everything, like yeah. after the bomb, right? And it looks, it looks exactly the same. It looks, yeah. I mean, it, it's like I, I literally put it out the jacket, like that's that's what they're doing. I know a thing. Yeah, no, I mean they have a like a like a scene of a news broadcast of like panning over the rubble while like school children are singing like "Oh peace, oh joy, why have you abandoned us?" Like it's some dark shit. Just. Jackie yeah. started crying. Jackie started crying. Yeah, it's heavy, yeah. but it no, I mean, like, if you go, like, I obviously I have not been to Japan, but like, you know, it. it You're not an like, otaku. I I am not, but like, I would actually. You know, I, I am told. I have heard on the trade winds that like it's really common. Like, if you just go to a gift shop in Japan, like they'll have like Godzilla plushies. Like he's kind of become almost like a mascot. But yeah, they love mascots. Yeah. <laughs> they love mascots. But, they love mascots and not having sex. That's what the Japanese love. Yeah, but yeah, as you were saying, I do because I do want to touch on this. Like they did because this was such like a massive like international hit. There was a a Hollywood recut of this movie uh, that came out I think two years later called Godzilla King of the Monsters. Okay, um, so that's what that is because I saw I saw Godzilla King of Monsters and I was like and I was like wait what what is that. Yeah, so so the, it, there is because there was a, like another American reboot. There was a another movie that came out I think just last year called Godzilla King of the Monsters. That was you know like a big budget Hollywood thing. That's not what I'm talking about. In 19, 
56, um, like two years after the original came out, Hollywood like bought a print of the movie to, distri- to distribute in the US, but they recut it. I was about to say. Um, to take out most of the anti-nuke stuff and cut in because obviously, you know, if you're just dis- dis- uh, distributing a film to the American audience, you need to have a white guy in there as a hero. So they stop. just you need to stop right now. What the? What did they do, Rob? They cut in like they so they like cut out like forty five minutes of like stuff about how nukes are bad, and they cut in forty five minutes of Raymond Burr, who is most famous for playing Perry Mason, the like TV like like small town lawyer, <laughs> like the quintessential like just like small town lawyer who's taken on the big folks. Um, they cut him in as like the, I have not seen this movie. I have a, uh, like I, I have like the Criterion Collection actually put out like a, this like incredible like two disc set. that it's like some of the, like they're known for like really good at, like box art, but it has like just, just Google search for like Criterion Godzilla box art because it's incredible. But anyway, it includes like the second disc includes Godzilla King of the Monsters. I have not taken up the time to watch it, but my impre- my understanding of it is it's just one of the most embarrassing cultural artifacts of all time where it'll it'll have like you know because a lot of the scenes in the original Godzilla are like you know these Japanese like scientists and government officials like debating like okay how do we what is our response like do we nuke it you know uh, do we need to evacuate Tokyo and so you know they'll be having these you know Japanese officials having these like really serious discussions and then it'll just like cut in like like awkwardly cut in this white guy as if he's like in the scene but like clearly he's he's not yeah. like, well what I think as the hero of the film is we need to do x y and z and then you know there'll be like you know, during, like, Godzilla's attacks, they'll, like, cut in, like, little cutaways to Raymond Burr being, like, oh, my God, it's Godzilla. And, like, again, like, clearly disconnected from all of the action. But, you know, it's 1956 Hollywood, so there needs to be a white guy in the movie. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Speaking of white guys in the movie, though. Is it time to talk about Godzilla 1998, brought to you by Roland Emmerich? I think it is. Roll that trailer. I'm going to make my wife chocolate milk. I'm making her chocolate. She's asked for chocolate milk. This is, okay. what, this is what marriage is. This is what marriage is, Rob. This is what marriage is. You, you, it's chocolate you, milk. You're like, she, this woman drinks so much. What's the last time you had chocolate milk?
by the way, you, you, have you been watching uh, Looney Tunes holds up? I believe it. Yeah. I was fucking dying laughing to Looney Tunes early. That, that's actually why I was yeah. late to the meeting. No disrespect. I mean, you shouldn't have been late to the meeting, but yeah. Well, I uh, lost the time. Anyway. But yeah, I mean, generally hailed as like some of America's greatest art. Like, yeah. No, I, had, well, I had a film. I had a film class, like, one of my favorite professors was just this, you know, just absolutely insane man who would just show up, like, 30 minutes late to class, wore the same, like, black button-down every single time. Every single class would, like, show up with, I didn't even know, like, know that they made this anymore, but with, like, a, like, a two-liter of Crystal Pepsi, um, <laughs> and, like, by the end of the two-hour lecture would have finished the whole thing. That's, um, that's... That's insane. And would go on these like insane rants that had like nothing to do with the class. Like it, he, I took a couple of his classes just cause like, I love this dude. Um, cause he was actually really smart. Just like, yeah. you know, had that like, you know, brain genius thing where he was just, he was on his own plane, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the, the class that, we were, that he was supposed, supposed to be teaching was just a, a course on the Coen brothers, um, which great class fantastic class maybe my favorite filmmakers but anyway but part of what was great what was great is he would just go on these wild tangents including one time just about how the uh, the roadrunner cartoons were to his mind the uh single best cinematic depiction of existentialism um, god yeah that's so cool I, yeah I had, I had a professor almost exactly like that but about russian history and this mm -hmm. dude just wear yeah I, i'll never get it he just wear um he would wear like he just wear like like a polo shirt tucked into cargo shorts or cargo pants if it was cold and just and just and i remember just like crew socks uh, 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 white crew socks with new balance shoes and the crew socks always pulled up baby right <laughs> and, he just, and he had this like wisp of hair that he would just twirl he would twirl as he talked and he would just go on these fucking rants. I remember just this one time he was just like, first off, anyone who thinks that Stalin actually killed all those people, ridiculous, all right? What's it called? <laughs> like, like, he was like, yeah, he killed a bunch of people, but not that many people. Come on. Right? Yeah, I see where you get it now. Yeah, he's like, yeah, no, no. But I remember like, he was just getting like arguments with like students that would just, they'd just be like, well, I don't think that. And he'd be like, have you been to the KGB archives? No. I have. Like, he was so ready. He just, he just like, 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 yeah, like, that thing of, like, yeah, where you're just, like, really, really smart, but you, and you just have, like, no idea how to interact with people. Yes. And, of course, that of course, every one of those guys, uh, happily married, which is, honestly, so cool to just be, like, an insane person, and just to imagine, well, I guess my wife knows what that's like. Married okay. to an insanely cool, smart man. Yeah, Absolutely. Who loves to rant about how Stalin did nothing wrong? Nothing, not one thing. So, I just before we get into this, I mean, this is this is kind of a way of getting into this. But anyway, uh, so we're, we're talking about the 1998 Godzilla directed by Roland Emmerich, and just to like have have it up, I uh, just for like reference purposes, I opened Roland Emmerich's Wikipedia page, and just in the filmography section, I have never seen this before, and it is honestly such a flex by whoever wrote this Wikipedia article who apparently hates Roland Emmerich. They have, instead of, like, normally the way filmography pages will work on Wikipedia, they'll have, like, the year, the film, and then, like, the person's role in it, like, where they, the director, the producer, the writer, all yeah. three. Instead of that, 
It has the year, the film, and then the Rotten Tomatoes score, <laughs> which only of his I've uh, never like. Seen that. Yeah, of his, like, I'm going to say, like, dozen films, like, only two of them are over 50%, um, <laughs> which is just clearly, clearly someone just wanted to drag Roland Emmerich, and they're like, yeah, take it, bitch, but. That's, in, that's so cool. They also, okay. Yes, so I've just, never I'm, seen this. Oh, my God. And right above that, it's, it's a, uh, right above that is the cri- uh, critical reception section which i'm just going to quote um uh one uh one little line here just because it stuck out as i was um as i was reading it um so emmerich uh who is a member of the lgbt community community has also faced criticism from the lgbt community his film stonewall about the stonewall riots was criticized for being whitewashed and diminishing the contributions of transgender women of color to starting the Stonewall riots, as well as for being sex negative. In response to these claims, Emmerich said the Stonewall riots were a, quote, white event, (laughs) quote, unquote. The film generally received negative reviews from critics. I'm going to say, though, there's a failed verification tab, though, there. So, you know what? Uh, Okay, well, still. I believe it though. He's a he's a I, weird guy, but he is. Yeah, no, literally, literally, when when when, because Jackie watched this with me, and when she saw Roland Emmerich, she was just like, oh, "Okay, so it's gonna have some weird dad shit, isn't it?" That's it called. <laughs> Which I, it's apparently a thing. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, actually, most of his yeah, the two things he has in his movies are like the White House being destroyed by some cataclysm, and fathers and sons attempting to reunite. Yes, yes. In the midst yes, of those no, cataclysms, which yes. this movie does not have either yes, of those. Yes. Yeah. No, it doesn't. No. Also, just one last one last note on the on the Stonewall thing. Just I think it's important to note how wild it is that a Roland it a Emmerich just that Roland Emmerich, who is like sole lane in Hollywood is just the guy who blows up the White House in various yes. movies, was like, I need to make a drama about the Stonewall riots. Yes. And that someone else was like, You're the man for this job. Yeah, that's, yeah, we're just going to read, here. okay, here you go, all right, Universal Soldier, Stargate, Independence Day, Godzilla, The Patriot, The Day After Tomorrow, 10,000 BC, 2012, whatever the hell Anonymous is. Um, oh, I'll, I finish up, but I'll tell you about Anonymous. Okay, yeah, uh, White House Down, and then Stonewall. Yeah. And then after that, yeah, the second Independence Day, and then Midway, but yeah, what is, what is... Anonymous. So Anonymous is, along with Stonewall, probably the the weirdest film in Roland Emmerich's filmography. Wait, just what is this? So okay, so again, Roland Emmerich is just he's the he was you know for a while he was just the guy for big budget di- disaster movies like, um, but Anonymous was I believe a passion project. It is a movie about the conspiracy theory that. Um, William Shakespeare was actually not the author of Shakespeare's plays, which is a, a fairly wild, widely held opinion among a certain type of guy. Yes, um, who cares about in- this? Includes, includes my grandfather. Um, and they always believe it for a very specific reason, which is basically just that William Shakespeare was a lower class guy. So he could not possibly have written because these the guys who believe it are all guys who are like big into like the the quote unquote western canon 
you know, basically, you know, like dead white male authors, you know, who Shakespeare is the king of, you know. Yeah. And, but, but it's hard to be that type of guy who, again, my, my grandfather is like a, you know, an Ivy League educated, like, you know, basically a plutocrat who came from incredible wealth and like owned his own company. Um, it's very hard for that type of guy to like square like my great respect for the Western canon with like it was owned by like this weird like dude who like who like by all intents and purposes maybe shouldn't have even been literate. Yes. Um, yeah. well, hold up a question though. Is is this Catholic? Is your grandfather is, Catholic? Yes, my grandfather is Catholic. So that's the other thing though, because don't a lot of people also think that Shakespeare is Catholic. I don't know about that part. Um, I, had heard, I had heard that. that. That's the one I had heard, that people said Shakespeare was Catholic. Hmm. But yeah, so you can basically the... Uh, and they got Derek Jacoby in this movie. Yes, so that was, that was what I was going to say. So Derek Jacoby is only in the movie to give like a, basically like intro it. Like it, the basic, the movie opens with Derek Jacoby, like walking on to like, I, th- I think it might even be like the globe or at least like a recreation of the globe in, in like modern day. But he's like walking out yeah. onto this stage, speaking directly to the camera, basically laying out like the reasons why like we have to take a closer look at who Shakespeare actually was. And like the whole movie, like its whole like perspective on the world is laid out by the way, Derek Jacoby, who I think is one of these guys who actually believes this, says, could these plays have actually been written by the son of a glove maker? That's, that's just like the whole, like the whole argument. Like he was a poor guy, couldn't have done it. You know, it had to be some Lord. Um, That's, you know, basically that's what the movie is. So it's like some, you know, some big muckety muck Lord in England, like wrote these plays, but like, you know, it was too much of a lower class thing to write these, you know, to write plays which were for the common folks. So we had to like pass this fucking drunk named Shakespeare off as the actual author, you know. Yes. But these it's great Catholic. works of Western literature couldn't com- possibly have been written by a commoner. No. That's so funny. That, yeah, that's what Anonymous is. So, that's what Anonymous is? That's such a yeah. weird, but why did Bullet Henry direct that? I don't know. I, again, I think he is one of these guys who's just like, couldn't have been a commoner. Is that kind of guy that was like, that was like, Stonewall was a white event. That's yeah. so funny. That's so funny people would be like. Those are his two kids? passion projects. Like, <laughs> it's cool to be gay as long as you're white. Like, um, yeah, exactly. And, and Shakespeare was a lord. Like, yes, exactly. Had to, be, had to be one of the peerage. But. Well, what are, you know what? He's cool. It's actually I mean, doubling down. <laughs> Yeah, it's doubling down on no, no, no. It was a white event. It was a white event. It would yeah. just be like there are a bunch of like uh, like trans and like POC people there, and just like no, all white. Now, what are you talking about? What's it called? Yeah. So, so anyway, mostly what he's known for then, though, is like big disaster, movies, big budget that. disaster movies. Yeah. yeah. And he was when he made Godzilla, he's coming right off Independence Day, which I will say is like. Kind yeah. of the platonic ideal of like dumb as a box of rocks, like disaster movies. Like I love that movie; it's so rewatchable. Oh yeah, stupid as hell, but you know. Oh yeah, give, very like, dumb. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't think I don't think a fighter jet. Are you kidding? Yes. Me? The the president gets in a fighter jet. Like so stupid, but yeah. God, I love it. Like I I am not I am not the type of guy who's like 
who like stands for the national anthem out of anything other than like I don't want pe- other people to give me shit like I don't care that much but like yeah. when he gives that when he gives that speech about you know this is our independence day and the music swells I'm like yeah fuck yeah America yeah. Yeah. did you did you ever see the recut someone did some QAnon person did of Trump uh they did a deep fake of Trump giving that speech they have like <laughs> all the various people of the MAGAverse out in the out in the crowd. And they have like Cernovich and like all of them. It's, no, but that's that's some very powerful energy there. It was it was it was incredible. But yes, um, no, but so but so uh, Godzilla uh, is his follow up to probably his biggest success. He didn't like ten thousand BC. That one I have never seen. Probably never. Will. I, I I was looking through his movies and I was like, I've seen so many of these. I have too. Like this is again. This is like, along with like, uh, a couple other uh, like Red Heat. Like this is this is a lane that I enjoy being in. Like big dumb yeah. disaster movies. I love. I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm there. This yeah, isn't a good one. Thing. This say, these movies say nothing, mean nothing. Well, in a, what do they say? I think I think that they can. Um, yeah. You know, I I don't well, necessarily. Well, I don't know about that, but like, I, I don't like. I mean, just looking at the original, like disaster movies can have things going on. It's true. Like, it's true. Like, it's true. Uh, well, like one of the uh, I can't remember which class it was for, but there was a class I had where we we spent like a few weeks talking. Well, a couple weeks, a week. We we spent a few classes talking about the movie Earthquake from like 1972, which is again like in this lane of just like big movies about watching shit blow up but it also like deals really explicitly with like it came out again like 72 so it's about like you know that there's a lot of shit like national guardsmen like shooting looters like it it digs in on like a lot of the anxieties of the time which i think is you know what these movies when they're really reaching for things and at their best are doing you know they are expressions of like repressed anxieties you know that is you you know what's funny though from that same vein Independence Day, if you look at it from this perspective, is kind of the opposite rather than an anxiety. Because it's 1994. Cold War's over. We won. And, and it was really that time period where it just was kind of like, oh, yeah, there's some bad stuff's happening in Yugoslavia. But who knows where Yugoslavia is? You know what I mean, right? Like, like in terms of American hegemony, we're at the top. Right, everything's good right now. You know what I mean, right? You know, mm-hmm. the Clinton years, you know what I mean, right? Like, at least on paper, things seem good. And like, that's the thing. It's a movie about how cool we are, right? Well, so let me let me say there is actually. I'm going to butcher this, but there's a, a keep going a British a, a British documentarian named Adam Curtis who makes really, I I would say really incisive like political documentaries. Um, he made one. I think this is he's made a bunch, and I really I really love him. I recommend him highly. But I, I believe this is from Hypernormalization. Oof, it's Ooh, which, a great one. Yeah. Available on. Yeah. Like, 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 yeah, in Philly, no. like. yeah he, I mean, he, most of his movies are available on YouTube because he, he just works yeah. for the BBC and they just let their shit out for free. Um, and that's so cool, yeah. No, um, public broadcasting is great. Um, yeah. but you know, he he talks in that movie about um, the fad of disaster movies in the 90s because that was, you know, it was like a a big thing like even beyond Roland Emmerich you get like a couple of movies about volcanoes you get like two yeah. movies in the Whisper. same year about asteroids yeah. yeah it was you know it was a big deal in the 90s and yeah. you know the, what 
his point was that, you know, the 90s were kind of, you know, the time when like everything was, you know, ostensibly good, but we had also kind of, you know, this is, it was like the Clinton arrows, you know, triangulation, like even the, you know, the, even the, dem, you know, the, the uh, third way politics, like even the Democrats had kind of given up on like, this is the time when like the ostensibly left party had given up on any kind of like left project, you know, they were, New deal. it was, you know, yeah, it was, New Deal is gone, that's dead, you know. Even the that. fair it's, deal, even like the, like, like, even like the JFK, like Great Society, yeah, uh, LBJ type shit, like. It was tacking to the center, and like, so basically, like, the pitch that the Democrats were making at the time, and that most politicians were making at the time, was, this is kind of it. Like, we've peaked, you know, we're not promising anything new, we're just promising that we're going to manage things well, so that, you know, we can kind of maintain this. Like, Did we're you just history? No, but it's that era. Like, the idea that, like, we have reached the apotheosis. Like, this is the end of the road. Cold War's over. We won. Everything's just going to be like this forever. And so, so to make that work, because, you know, that only works if, like, everyone is in a good position. And, you know, people weren't. You know, there's, there's still poverty. You know, there's still... Yeah. The 90s were a time when, like, you know, ever since, like the 60s really the like industrial bottom had been kind of falling out and like you know had a lot of jobs that were being replaced by you know these like good like you know well-paying well-compensated well-benefited union jobs were kind of disappearing and being replaced by like generally crappier like service jobs um Mm -hmm. but at the same time you know everyone is being told like this is as good as it's going to get it's just going to be like this forever So the only real pitch you can make to people is if we're not, you know, if you don't elect us and have us pilot things well, like it's going to be worse. Yeah. Like really, instead of promising a better future, they were just promising like, we're going to avoid a worse one. And so this like fad of disaster movies was kind of an expression of that like latent, like, again, like repressed psychological fear of like things getting worse of like an expression of that, like fear that like, if we don't elect all these like able tech technocrats who aren't like promising us the sky are just promising to keep the sky from falling. Like we need to kind of like deal with our like fear of the sky falling because that's, you know, that's all we've got. We've got the promise that it won't, that's it. Nothing more, you know? So I, I think that even with a movie is like every movie has an ideology. Every movie has something going on beneath the surface. And even, I don't think, I don't necessarily think Roland Emmerich was thinking about any of this. You know, I, th- I think he was mostly thinking like, how do I make Jurassic Park again? Yes, yes. Because this this movie is just, it, it's it feels less like a Godzilla movie. Um, yeah. It really feels like it, it just, you know, because Jurassic Park was five years before this and it was just a huge smash. Like, and, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, one of the highest grossing movies of all time. Yeah. And this really feels more like a, you know, trying to cash in on that, then, yeah. you know, yeah. and, yeah, you know, they've got the Godzilla name slapped on there because, you know, you need, as has become increasingly the, the thing in Hollywood, you need, like, some, like, I, like IP, like, existing IP draw to get people in the seats. Yeah. Like, as long as you've got a recognizable title, hopefully there's an audience that'll show up. Literally, that's why I ended up seeing this movie, was because right. I, I, it, when we were talking, I realized the movie that my dad, the Godzilla movie that my dad tried to show me was the original Godzilla. Like, uh-huh. that is the movie that he tried to show me. And I was like, black and white, shut up. But, like, that's the thing. That was the draw. I saw this movie in the theater. 
right? Say it with me, folks. You're in the theater. In the uh, theater. Yeah. But um, weirdly, in Duck, North Carolina, uh, is where I saw this. Duck? Duck, North Carolina. Yeah, there's a beach there. Duck Beach. Anyway, but so I saw this I saw this movie in Duck, North Carolina. And basically, the point was that my dad was like, yo, it's a Godzilla movie. We're all going to watch this Godzilla movie. Like, that was literally it. Like, it was like, oh, it's, right. it's Godzilla. And I'll tell you something. My dad hated this movie. I remember <laughs> hated Good. Good. so much. Good on your dad. Yeah. No, my, my dad actually does have, because my dad actually did, we, we talked about this once, possibly like like take like a lot basically kind of did you he took like a lot of just like film courses like at at the at your alma mater what's it called like yeah like like yeah my dad my dad just yeah he's a good guy my dad what's it called look him up don't look him up anyway um <laughs> uh, do not google him uh no um no uh, uh, uh no but i mean i mean that's the thing is that like and, and it's funny that we talk about these anxieties um because i think like just to kind of go through this movie from the original one it's American nuclear testing that awakens this ancient beast, right? And right. this one, it is, and I, I don't think it's ever one, it, it's, it, it appears to be, it is French nuclear testing, so it's yes. not American. It's no, French. We're, not, we're not at fault here. Not our fault. Yeah. It's not our fault. We did nothing right. wrong, ever. We, don't worry yes. about it. Yes, no, we've done nothing wrong. Even, it's funny, because when you meet Matthew Broderick's character, Matthew Broderick's in this looking amazing, like a snack, Snack and a half, what's it called? Good looking guy. And his fashion, peak late 90s fashion in this movie. It's fantastic. His hat is wild. I know, no. I literally, what's it called? Did my wife text you about that? No, but she should have. She was texting someone because I was literally just going like, oh my God, that hat. It, it looks, it looks like, it looks like, it looks like the micro penis version of a chef hat. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes, no. Like it's a chef hat with no shaft. Yes, exactly. Exactly. No, it's you know what? I'm gonna stop searching. I've just realized we're on a podcast and I'm searching Matthew Broderick hat. Like it's not. But no, but but no, 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 no. He's wearing. It's like a. It's not a Kangol hat, but it's it looks kind of like, and he's wearing it backwards. It's it's very cool. It's a cool hat. It's it's. It's like a white nerd version of a Kangol hat. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what it is. Yes, but even him, when he's doing nuclear testing on on animals, right? Or he's not doing it, right? If he's observing how animals respond to nuclear testing, he's doing it in Chernobyl, right? Again, yeah. we didn't do. It. You know what I mean, right? And so basically, it was like, the Ruskies. Exactly, it was the those Ukrainian Ruskies. It was damn yeah, you, yeah, they're the same people. Yeah, yeah, I'll say it right now. Yeah, I'll say that right now. I have no problem getting the Ukrainians mad at me. What are they going to do? They literally can't do anything to me. All right, we're in America now, buddy. All right, what are you gonna do? What you're gonna burn down my house? All right? No, Come they're on. just gonna talk your ear off about how they knew a Jewish person once. That is actually it is so it is it is it is they will actually fucking do that. I really I'm putting a real evil on myself right now. But no, um, no, but 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 so but so basically, so Godzilla is and 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 I don't think it's ever explicitly said. I believe he is a a nuclear iguana because they show a bunch of iguanas getting nuked in the beginning. Yeah, they yeah they don't. It's pretty strongly implied, but never explicitly stated. stated. But he doesn't yeah. look like an iguana. He just no. looks like a dinosaur. Yes, he looks like a T Rex. Like, he looks he looks like if if someone was drawing a T Rex for like a heavy metal album cover. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like a T Rex like, but cooler. 
Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Because like the original Godzilla kind of looks like a cross between like a T Rex and a Stegosaurus, right? But without like the the shit on the back of its tail. You know what I mean, right? Because it has like the it has like the back spines that a Stegosaurus has. You know what I mean? But it, it like, doesn't really look like a, a T Rex at all. It's much more vertical. Like yeah. T Rex is fairly horizontal. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which like the nineteen eighty it, it just it looks like a dude in a suit. With yes. a stegosaurus spine. Yes. Yeah. Which honestly, can we talk about that? Has to be the best job. That has to be the best job. Being the guy oh, yeah. in the Godzilla thing, just yeah, he, the model of Tokyo. He did it for like, for like decades, and because it was the same guy. He did it in all, yeah, he did it in all the movies, and then like had an apprentice that he like trained, <laughs> and then had take over for him at, like when he was ready to retire. That's so cool. I would. Yeah. I would. I would. The legit- most blessed life. <laughs> so what just do you do every I'm day like, wake up and go to work and destroy tokyo and just be like this rocks yeah although also also possibly this because considering what age he must have been also having to live through world war ii uh in japan and then just because my japanese teacher she talked about like 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 like, like she, i mean again maybe maybe for like the first movie but the the later movies they're just like they're like hanging out with hippies and like yeah. i don't yeah it, i don't that. think i don't think you're dealing with trauma in like no. yeah godzilla yeah. versus Ghidorah 3 or whatever yeah, exactly yeah but no but my japanese the first plane flight she ever took was to america to like immigrate here and 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 she told us about how like she remembers like when they were going to get on the plane like the propeller started up and she just immediately ducked for cover out of like out of like like what she remembered as a child but she was like yeah yeah that's and, what propellers meant yeah and i mean i i forgot to mention this earlier but like the actual like sounds that godzilla makes in the original are sound effects that were taken from like toho's like war reel library they're from like like attack planes and like actual like dive bombers and stuff like it it's literally like making the noises of like war like yeah. it's like some like deep ptsd shit but i'm gonna say right now being a fighter pilot very cool being a bomber you're a piece of shit i'm gonna say that right now just like just like the guy i don't know i i, can't I don't i don't know if they let you choose what's about well that well like well the guy that did like the that that the, the pilot of the enola gay just to his dying day was just like i'm glad we did it i mean you would have to almost yeah. i would yeah like you can't like, like like can you imagine just being like I helped kill hundreds of thousands of people, right? And like, you can't live. But also, yeah. And I mean, again, I had to deal with like some pretty brutal treatment, like coming out of there too. But I don't oh, yeah. know. Yeah, it, not to defend it, but you know, I no. can see how I can see how, as a person who was involved, you would have some strong feelings about like, yeah. you know, yeah. all of my buddies who died. Yeah, because they, like, tried to cancel him. People tried to cancel him, like, for, like, a while, and he just kept being like, uh-uh, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm uncancelable. I'm like, you can't cancel me. You can't, yeah. you think, I am Shiva, god of death, or whatever Oppenheimer said. I am become death. I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. And yeah, well, that too. You could have said two things, but no. Maybe he got it wrong the first time. He saw a nuke. Uh, but no, but uh, but 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 no, but so in this movie, so yeah, so they're possibly nuclear iguanas that become T Rexes, and so. And Would you so, believe not all of this movie makes sense? 
Okay, I need to know your reaction. So, so there's this scene, right? So they bring Matthew Broderick, who's a, I guess, government uh, biologist. And it is said he is an anti-nuke activist. And the, and he was at one point, but joined like the Nuclear Regulatory Commission because he can affect more change from the inside. The eye it roll is, I did. The eye roll I did. I think you're supposed to eye roll at yes. that. Um, yeah. He's like, it's weird. The, like, the hero of this movie is like pretty explicitly coded as kind of a cuck. Yeah. Um, like Matthew Broderick is playing like Matthew Broderick and not like young like Ferris Bueller like cool guy Matthew Broderick like no like late per- or like mid period like election like sad yeah, guy Matthew exactly. Broderick. Yes. 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 That's exactly. And, like every, like he spent like years studying like worms in Chernobyl and like everyone he runs into dismissively refers to him as the worm guy. Yeah, which is insane because my wife my wife is in science um as a profession uh, i said like she was like she was like this is so stupid worms are an amazing she used some word but apparently like worms are like very heavily studied they're like a good thing to study they're a good animal to study if you're studying shit like that and i was just like yeah but jackie like if you're a dumb guy you're just gonna be like worm dude and that's it well, would you would you believe that uh, actually when they're referring to as, him as the worm guy it might actually speak to his character somewhat Oh, fucking roasted. Boom, roasted. That's what you get. And Rob, as a, as a proud son of Aaron, what's it called? He took two Irish lives, and that is, that is, the, that is what he gets for doing that. He gets roasted by Rob on our podcast. As he should. Yeah. As he should. Yeah. I, I said that to Jackie. Jackie was like, he feels really bad about that. I was like, I bet. I was like, he's feeling a lot more than those two people are feeling. I'll tell you that. But what's it called? Uh, but no, yeah, yeah. So, so, so there's this scene where they bring him right in. They're like, okay, we need you to study this. And he's like, study what? And he's like, and they're like, you're standing in it. And then it pans out and he's standing in a giant footprint. And, and at that point I yelled, fuck you and threw something at the screen. See, I actually, I thought that the movie needed a little bit more of that. Cause like, again, like the, the original, like it's a tight 90, but it's really well paced. Like, again, like, there's a lot of, like, build-up. Like, it doesn't yeah. just get straight yeah. to, like, Godzilla destroying Tokyo. There's a yeah. lot of, like, hints and building tension and, like, smaller-scale destruction before you finally get to, like, the climax of, yeah. like, just unbelievable destruction. This movie, within, like, half an hour, Godzilla is fucking up New York. Yes. Like, yes. There, yeah. there's, like, normally in disaster movies, you've got, like, a whole, like, first act about like just like the guy like Matthew Broderick like the scientist who gets it like running around trying to convince people of the doom that's about to arrive and no one can listen building tension like that like this yeah. movie just gets straight to like straight to it we're here we're here for Godzilla fucking shit up like there's a scene of him like of Godzilla like coming out of like the water in like New York Harbor and like crossing this highway and entering like into the city and it, again it comes like 30 minutes in i was like okay that's got to be like hoboken right like he can't just yeah. be in manhattan now and then like yeah. nope like two seconds nope. later he's he's in like the financial district about to like destroy wall street yes exactly yes which fit on him but still like which, like, like this, this is oh by the way also the, the 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 cgi of this we need to talk about the cgi we did yes. but we can talk about it again Okay, so there's this scene, right? There's this scene, right? The one Rob's describing, right, where he rises out of the water, right? And that's the thing. If they had placed that in like Hoboken, and it is like them, like desperately trying to abate him from reaching New York City, like 
that would be actually kind of interesting, kind of an, a, a weird turn of it. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Are, right. Cause, cause they start off with them kind of trying to track and figure out like, where's he going? Right. But they just, they rush right through all that. They, they have run. no interest. Yeah. But when he rises out of the water, there's this guy, a fisherman who I guess catches Godzilla. Uh, uh, loses yeah, it's a really like everything in this movie is stolen from another movie. It's just the scene in Jaws where the two guys are trying to like fish for Jaws and like exactly. actually catch it. And like, it just destroys the dock underneath them. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. just that scene, but with Godzilla instead yes. of Jaws. Yes. But, but the way that they, they show the scene, they have this, insanely old man outrun godzilla yeah which successfully apparently but 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 it's just the dock like blowing up behind him as godzilla rises out and destroys the dock right and this guy just clearly running on a green screen like yes for a movie that cost probably just so many school lunches for children for hungry children (laughs) like just 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 it's 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 like because you can watch the old Godzilla, and yeah, it is like very clearly a bunch of marionette sets and everything like that, right? But like, but like, there's a certain kind of element to it where you're like, these two people trying like really hard and doing something because like controlling like puppetry like that and everything and building these sets is legitimately an art form. Like, is something again, this guy, like the guy who did it in the original movies, exactly. had to have like train an apprentice over exactly. years to like do it right. Exactly. Versus these dipshits fucking just being like, all right, have this old guy run on a run on a green screen. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's there is there is something to like working within restrictions that like forces you to get creative, yeah. like come up with like interesting solutions, like yeah. actually think for two goddamn seconds about how you're gonna make something look good. Like yeah. when you when you can just say like, ah, we'll fix it in post with CGI. You can do whatever. And it yeah. never looks good when you fix it in post if you it haven't doesn't. thought through how to make it look good before you actually film it. Exactly, exactly. When all you have is the image in your head of what you want and you just go, we'll get around to that. Yes. Yeah. That is, yes. That which, is which future really Roland's problem. Today, yeah, Roland doesn't want to worry about it. No, no, yeah. no, no. Today, today we're going to talk about how cool the monster's going to look. Yeah. Fucking so stupid. But no, but so yeah, yeah. So then, yeah, no. Then he goes around basically, I mean, that's a move. He just goes around destroying New York and then it's them, like, like the only kind of Okay, like, it doesn't because they keep coming up with like new complications. But before we get into all that, I want to like, just briefly, I want to note how shitty his actual attack on New York is. Like, yeah. Dog shit. Like, so. Oh my God. Even like, again, like Roland Emmerich knows how to do this well. Like, again, like, Independence Day, like, yes. in, like, if you're looking for, like, orgies of destructive violence, that's your movie. Like, looks that's, great. That's like, that's it. But this, it, his attack on New York, like, he doesn't even destroy any buildings. Like, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for Godzilla to destroy some buildings. Like, you see yeah. at the end of it, like, the, like, the silhouette of a building that Godzilla has clearly walked through, but, like, you don't see him take it down. What you see oh. is 10 minutes of him stepping on cars. That's yes, it. Exactly. It's just him stepping yeah. on cars. Yeah. Actually, all like the major landmarks in New York that get destroyed are actually accidentally destroyed by the humans trying to shoot yes. at Godzilla. So yeah. that's that's one thing I want to talk about. Oh my about. god, like, yes. Okay, so, go ahead. So 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 one of I think probably the best the best thing about this movie is its depiction of the US military, which yes. in its attempt to destroy Godzilla accidentally conducts like 10 911s. Um <laughs> just yeah. 
it's it's kind of wild that like they can't hit Godzilla. Like they keep saying like our heat seeking missiles don't work, but he's yeah. still the size of a fucking skyscraper. Like just just use the crosshairs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, take it, take a shot, man. Yeah, and they keep like getting outrun by it too. Like, come on, come on. But anyway, neither yeah. here nor there. The like they just when the, when the helicopter is trying to get away from Godzilla and, and then, just keeps flying forward, just fly up, dipshit. Up, up, you're a helicopter. You can fly. Helicopter. Stop trying to outrun him. Just go up like ten feet. You're fine. But. <laughs> But but they keep like trying to shoot it and missing and like blowing up. Like there's this, this scene that is honestly, it was the hardest I had laughed at anything in like a week where this, this helicopter pilot is trying to shoot Godzilla. He, he misses and blows up the Chrysler building and just says like, Oh damn. Like he was like (laughs) parallel parking and like accidentally nicked the other car. Like, it's just like the most like nonchalant, but kind of like, ah, I kind of fucked that up. She's like, ah, damn. I accidentally just 9-11 the Chrysler building. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. I'm going to hear it from my boss. Oh, fucking good. It's so good. Is it? And then the mayor just goes, you blew up the Chrysler building? And they just went, you said you had a lock on. And he's like, yeah, sorry, he's cold-blooded. And then they're just like, well, shit. Okay, don't do that again. Blew up the Chrysler that, but, building. But that's not even in, again, the initial attack on New York. No, they have to like no. draw him back out because a major plot point in this movie is that they cannot find Godzilla. <laughs> Which is just the the dumbest possible. Like just no, no. Godzilla! Second draft of that shit. It's Godzilla. You have to be able to find him. What are you yeah. talking about? What the fuck you <laughs> <clears throat> I'm like yeah, don't get me wrong, like like like, like New York City is a huge city. He is also Godzilla. <laughs> it is. Two things are true. It is, it, is like, it is like saying, like, we lost the Empire State Building. We don't know where it is. It was somewhere, but it moved, and now it's gone, and we can't find it. <laughs> yes. No. It's, so, it's, it's honestly, like, 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 yes, like, 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 the depiction of U.S. military is, which is funny because, like, you think like 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 I don't remember the, like like it's almost such that like there should have been a backlash like a pro military backlash against this movie but like no we would have we would have knew where he was we're not that stupid <laughs> like they literally they blow up one of their own or Godzilla that's the other thing too because Godzilla in the in the original one can't touch him right because they're like yeah no he the H bomb woke him up what are the fuck are we gonna do to him right. Right? The Versus- H bomb made him more powerful. We gave exactly. him atomic breath. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Versus this movie. Okay. okay just not- we're gonna, just to spoil yeah. it. They they end it just by shooting him a bunch. Like that's just it. They like get they draw him out onto a bridge and then they just shoot him a bunch. They just shoot him. Three three fighter jets. Three F 16s kill Godzilla. That's yeah. It. Three guys. And three like, guys in F 16s. So there was the actual like. I, I briefly skimmed through on the Wikipedia article about this, the actual like Toho reaction to Godzilla, because Toho is the studio that made all of the, the original Godzilla movies and obviously like had to license the, license the rights. Let me, let me see if I can find this actual quote because it's, it's so funny. Um, hold on, hold on, give me a second. Yeah, uh, It is interesting that the U.S. version of Godzilla runs about trying to escape missiles. Americans seem unable to accept a creature that cannot be put down by their arms. 
Yes. <laughs> Literally just like, yeah, Americans can't imagine anything yeah. other than just shooting yeah. something a bunch. That's the yeah. solution to all of their problems. Just yes. shoot it a bunch. Yes, exactly. Yeah, no, 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 no. When they were they're like, no, Godzilla bled, I was like, Godzilla bled? It's Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla. This is the entire point of Godzilla. Yeah, again, there's like because everything in this movie is stolen from another movie. There's literally like if it there's a moment where they see some blood and they're like just straight out of Predator. If it bleeds, bleeds, we can kill it. Yes, exactly. Yes, no, they. I, 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 I don't think they say exactly that, but they say exactly that. Like yes, like literally, literally, a guy in a military uniform says that, and like yeah. Yes, like it is, like, 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 I see that's the thing. I did not get that read of this movie, but now that you say it, this is just every fucking movie, like every good, like, action movie. They just pull some shit out of, or, or horror movie or, or monster movie or whatever. They just yeah. pull some shit out of that. I mean, same thing, even, even the title, Godzilla, this is not Godzilla. Godzilla, no. you, can't, you can't kill Godzilla with conventional weapons. Like, not even the nuke. They just, these are just regular ass fucking missiles. You know, sidewinder I mean? missiles. Yeah, sidewinder missiles. Like ridiculous. Like they just highway of death, Godzilla. Exactly. Yes. Oh my God. They we couldn't like the again the original like works out this thing where they like make like an actual statement with their ending. There are like emotional and like ideological stakes to it. Like it's it's the yeah. resolution to all of the various like thematic and character plot threads that have been woven into the movie. This one they're just like yeah we'll, we'll shoot it a bunch. We'll shoot, you know? we'll just shoot it a bunch. Shoot it a bunch and then which again if if you tra- take this as some kind of expression of like just the like the vacancy of like post cold war american politics is kind of actually like yeah that is our foreign policy now just i don't yeah. know just shoot it a bunch you yeah, know. yeah 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 we're not gonna not shoot this are you kidding me you yeah. know what I mean, right which like which i guess but this is you know this is this is pre-iraq so you can you know this is post gulf war pre-iraq you can you <laughs> can you can look at yourself and tell yourself that's gonna work yeah i mean listen it worked in yugoslavia <laughs> you know what i mean right I mean, I mean, I mean, but that's the, I mean, what's so interesting is that like, is that like, cause you have roughly the same kind of mentality going into Independence Day, right? We're just going to shoot these things a bunch and then they just fuck our shit up over right. and over again, right? Like that's the, like, like, cause there is, cause I remember like, the, I, I remember the first time watching Independence Day and this, I mean, this thing of like, what the fuck are they going to do? Like, we can't do, like, 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 like. Right. It builds tension. Yes, it does. Like the only thing, and then immediately a little bit, a lot of that is let off when when when, when the Fresh Prince of Bel Air uh, punches one unconscious, and then it's like, okay, well, shit. Yeah, I mean, but you know, it's kind oh, of fun at cool. the same time. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, welcome to Earth. Yeah, yeah I'm there. Earth. You know, again, yeah. hey, dumb as a boss of rocks, but I'm I'm with you. It's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with Predator, right? Fucking sexual Tyrannosaurus and all that shit. Like, yeah, I, yeah. That shit is cool, and and that's the thing, though, is that at the same time, like, 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 they're having to outsmart it somehow. Is like, like, like having to have. There is no outsmarting Godzilla in this. The closest they come to is they were like, he likes fish. <laughs> that's, that's it. They keep feeding him fish, and then losing to him until they don't. And then right. there's also the added thing of um, the the so again as we said because nothing can be America's fault. Uh, what's it called? Uh, it's the French's fault. And so Jean Reno is in this. Jean Reno, by the way, easily in my top ten actors of all time. Jean Reno, an amazing stone pimp, stone pimp. Uh, just, just so good in every every role you give him. Did you ever see the Pink Panther remake? No, but 
he's in the Pink Panther remake, and he's even good in that. I can believe it. Yeah, I mean, just just on the strength of like uh, well, Ronan and the professional alone, like he's in the like action hall of fame. I mean, yeah. he's so good, he's so good. Yeah. But yeah, no, they basically play a bunch of French gladio types uh, who who basically and I, and I, I kept saying I was like I was like I was like it's Lock Kalgoorlie versus Godzilla, uh, which was a joke that I enjoyed. Uh, but <laughs> let's do you know what Lock is? Uh, I I did Wikipedia it after you texted me that. Yeah. Did you have a chuckle? You did not. <laughs> yeah, there were like pre-war French fascists. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, it was like a secret society, violent secret society. Yeah, yeah. Where all those guys either ended up in the Gestapo or dead or 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 or. Weirdly, reading reading the Wikipedia article, some of them ended up in the resistance. Like they were yeah. fascists, but didn't want to be like conquered by other fascists. Like Germany, yes, exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah. Is, the, the, the French fascists are some of the most, are some of the most interesting people. Because yes, yes, there are people. That, okay, yes, because like half of them were all like, okay, yes, this is exactly what we want. The other half were like, this is exactly what we want, but we want it to be French, not German. Well, yeah, because so, a lot of them were just like make France great again, guys. Like, exactly. like, dude, like pre Bismarck, we were the hot shit. We should be the hot shit again. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. 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 And so, yes, they're very fascinating. But anyway, so so a bunch of their grandsons uh, end up joining the uh, French CIA, and uh, and and they're the only ones who believe Matthew Broderick. Because the big the, the big climax of this is Matthew Broderick being like, uh, Godzilla is pregnant, which he discovers by using a home pregnancy test. Uh, yeah, and they, they they lampshaded a little bit. He's like openly like this shouldn't work. But it just does anyway because we can't think of another way to do this. You don't get to do that. You can do yeah. anything. He literally is supposed to be like a a a a, a government scientist. He could have a lab. Just throw some gobbledygook out there. Who you know, cares? Again, again, they just they called in the original their super weapon the oxygen destroyer, and I'm like, fine, fine, okay? fine. Yeah, just throw some Star Trek gobbledygook at me. I don't care. Yeah. Just work a little harder than I bought a home pregnancy test from CBS and stuck God's stuck Godzilla's blood on it. Yes, exactly. I don't think you even put blood on pregnancy tests. Not how that works. As someone who has gotten someone pregnant at least twice, uh, what's it called? No, not what you do. Not what you do. No, not what you do. You, actually, that would have been very funny if they had a scene of Godzilla peeing and him getting <laughs> to collect it to test it. But no, but, but, but so... But so yeah, yeah. So, Dude, someone, so, someone would have been some some weird piss pig would have been jacking off to that. You can't put that in the theater. Yeah, the, the Toho reaction would have been totally different. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncancelable. You can't cancel me. Anyway, but so uh, no, but, but this, so uh, this does. The, I think the the nadir of this movie is the 30 minutes they spend in Madison Square Garden because they find the eggs which have been laid there because that's where Godzilla, yes, Godzilla has, has been hiding. Godzilla is pregnant. And they spend 30 minutes dealing with just like hundreds of like Godzilla babies, which are, are just the velociraptors from just Jurassic velociraptors Park. From yeah, it's, no, like, yes. it's just like, what if that whole sequence was just directed by a dullard? Because yes. like Emmerich does action really well, but he does not do, at least based on that, like it's an interminably long sequence. It's again, it's like 30 minutes. Based on that, he does not do suspense well. And that's supposed like action and suspense are very different. Um, like there's like the old cliched Hitchcock quote, which is that you've got three men at a table. There's a bomb under the table. Action is the bomb goes off. Suspense is the bomb doesn't go off. Like it's 
it's waiting for a thing to happen and being on the edge of your seat, not knowing when it is going to happen. And the, like the, the Velociraptor sequences in Jurassic Park are so good just because like the way that they like build, like the kitchen scene, just that's such a good scene where they're like the two kids in the kitchen, there are Velociraptors in that. And it's just, it's, it's so much based on like quiet and like shot selection. And it's like, it's very like, and what works so well about it is just, it's staged very deliberately where like you at no point do you know whether or not what's going to happen but the way that it does unfold is very believable like it it's a scenario where they should get eaten but the fact that they doesn't they they don't by the way it's staged is believable like you know just like that shot of like the velociraptor chasing after one of their reflections like that's just it's like such a small thing but it, it's that kind of thing that makes these scenes work like finding yeah. like an like an actual believable out where like there's this thing that should happen because our heroes are like overwhelmed outgunned outmanned you know but there's some like just little trick uh that that lets them get out like that's that's how you build suspense in this there's like 30 minutes of and every scene is just like someone getting chased by a a a godzilla baby and they just kind of end up outrunning it like there's no like there's no like twist to it there's nothing that happens it's just you know they they kind of manage to get to the door first yeah like, yeah, yeah it's the illusion of suspense without actually staging anything yes. suspenseful yes yes and the entire reason why the Godzilla papers are going after them let's not forget is because they smell like fish yes that yeah that like like as if like no we're we're people not fish these Godzillas would have no interest in us which is just an explanation that doesn't need to be there yeah. Like, oh. they're Godzillas. It, it's fine that they want to eat you. I'm there. I believe it. No, yeah, no, they literally show what, like, the French spies, like, fucking, like, smelling himself and, like, having this moment of realization right before he dies. And it's like, why? What? Why would he smell himself? Why would he? No, he'd be like, holy shit, a Godzilla, a fucking Velociraptor is in front of me. Right? Right. His last moment would not be him being like, oh, no. Oh, I smell like poisson. Like, no. Like, that's not... It's 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 your the word interminable uh, is thrown around a lot, uh, and 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 I cannot think of a better word for this scene. Yeah, and I I really feel like this is the thing that kills the movie. I mean, there there are a lot of problems with this movie, but if you cut out this middle section, you have some you you take that time and invest some of it back in the early part of the movie to again actually like build up some suspense. Have a scene where he actually destroys New York. Do that. Again, like have some scenes of just like some, just I cannot emphasize enough. Like this, this you need you need some foreplay in this kind of movie. Yes, you can't just get to the fucking. Like you need foreplay, or I'm not going to yeah. be interested, and I'm yes. not interested in this movie. Yes, look, like 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 in pornos. When I was a kid, I always was like, why why is there all this talking, right? And it's all right. and now as an adult, I understand it. Like to a degree, like yes, having this set having a setting having some sort of vague understanding of the the machinations going on here add something to the action when it happens right right and that's the thing and that's the thing is that here no it's just it's just big monster right i mean i mean mean, you get the same you get the same thing in 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 predator right in 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 terminator in 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 every single one of these of of the i don't know if you get an terminator you kind of get an terminator what's it called yeah a little bit yeah, do you? Who knows? Another point. But in but in Predator, you definitely do. In Predator, you definitely do. In Predator Jaws, starts. Predator starts out as one kind of action movie and then turns into another kind of action movie exactly. and builds it really seamlessly. That's that's kind of that's part of what makes it so brilliant. 
Exactly. Right? Yes. This <clears throat> is not. This is this is a compilation of yes of of, of, of of but like the worst one, like one where it's like where it's like, oh really? Like, like it's it's one made by someone who's into very different things than I am. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Into very different yeah. things. Than are, and 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 also for some reason, uh, 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 has like has like a has like music over it that doesn't sync up well to it. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it has like five finger death punch. It's like or a yeah, it's yeah, like a compilation set to polka that's like all like really uncomfortable looking anal. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. They were just like this is not this is not what this is want. not doing it for me. Although I will I will say the 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 the, the Pete Diddy uh, 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 song in this is very good. So yeah, that's that's one thing I did want to touch on at this point is just the soundtrack to this movie because it being 19, 1998, which again was just the peak of all things, including the recording industry. This yeah. did have a music inspired by the motion picture soundtrack, which was just a thing that I do not understand. It was just like, we, we, we found another possible revenue stream for this. So we're just going to have some artists record some original songs just to kind of go along with this. Because again, it's 1998. And if you're, you know, anything, any kind of industry, you've got some money flowing in, you know, not, not like industry industry, but like, you know, like vague kind of culture industry. This is like, you know, top of the market like bubble is just is just doing nothing but expanding so so they had a music inspired by the motion picture album that peaked at like number two on like the charts which is just insane but i just want to go through some of the uh some of the some of the uh the cultural detritus that is on this so yeah like you said there is the uh the puff daddy song Closes Featuring out the credits. Jimmy Cage. Yes, it's Puff Daddy rapping over uh, Cashmere by Led Zeppelin. Yes. Um, but it actually just, had like Jimmy Page on there. Like it wasn't like they just picked like Yeah, two. no. Yeah, yeah. He didn't just feature it. It's like, yeah, it's, it's Puff Daddy featuring Jimmy Page. Then at, immediately after that in the credits is just, an in, again, just there's no other word for it, but interminable, like completely dead-eyed cover of David Bowie's Hero, Heroes by the wallflowers which is just to my mind just one of one of like the greatest like pop rock songs ever written just being absolutely gutted out by like totally talentless hacks and then after that you get into the like just pure just has no relation to the movie they just put it on their shit which includes uh jamiroquai rage against the machine fuel fight or fuel foo fighters silver chair Ben Folds 5, weirdly, which kind of feels like an outlier. Yeah. And then my, my personal favorite, Green Day featuring Godzilla. Yep. Brain Stew. Which Brain, Brain Stew. Stew. The fucking, are you kidding me? But that that feels like a real Green Day title. Like real like 90s Green Day before they oh, decided no, oh, to no, become oh, no. like... Brain Stew. Yeah, Brain Stew is the one. Da-na, da-na, da-na. That's da-na. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which like I I've not heard the Godzilla remix, which I'm immediately going to listen to after. This. Although also uh, uh, I'm just going to read from the um, uh, notable uh, what's it called uh, from the Wikipedia to Godzilla the album, uh, which that's the thing. Yeah, like this is not this is uh, we're, all these songs were not in uh, the movie. These were no right. Uh, I think yeah, no, just just heroes and come with me, which were the credit songs. Everything yeah. else is like totally again just written for this album. 
Yeah, which is, um, so, so, so listen to this. A notable entry is No Shelter by Rage Against the Machine in which a line in the lyrics of the song appears to criticize the film for distracting the public, say, this is the most Rage Against the Machine line I've ever read, but listen, Godzilla, pure motherfucking filler, get your eyes off the real killer. Uh, which honestly, as someone who's seen the movie now twice, I'm gonna say, yeah, it's a fair point because it seems like the US military does a lot more destruction in this <laughs> Yeah, but... I mean, I just, I think if you want, like, the perfect, like, late 90s artifact of just, like, a evidence of, like, a completely decadent society that just, you know, was, was just, you know, doom was right around the corner. Like, Godzilla, the music inspired by the motion picture is just the thing that you could show to the alien to explain why the American empire needed to end. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And also, and also, though, funnily enough, because I remember hearing this quote about Vietnam, because, um, or it's not a quote, but someone talking about Vietnam and they're talking about how like all of like, like, like you have like the entire like artistic, like, like, like. Yeah, it's a Vonnegut people. quote. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's who it is. It's Vonnegut. Yeah, talking about how like all of the artists in America were all like, fuck Vietnam. And then what the fuck did that do? Nothing, right? And like literally. Yeah, I think, I, think I, I, I'm going to get a little closer than you, but I don't think I'm, I'm still going to be paraphrasing a little bit, what but it's. Think? Think yeah, it's. Yeah, during Vietnam, all of, you know, the entire artistic community was focused on ending the war like a laser. And ultimately it had the cumulative effect of like spilling paint, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I also fucked it up. I'm sure. No, but no, something no. like that. Yeah. 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 No, no, it's like that, right. And, and then to, to make this fucking movie, right. I think this awful fucking movie, right. Where, where, you know, America, the good guys were able to shoot the thing to death. Everything's fine right? Everyone's happy, right? Even, like, 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 like literally, like, even, like, the, the, the French CIA guy, I, I know that's not what they call it, but whatever. What's it called, right? Like, 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 he's even going to, he takes the tape from Hank Azaria's in this. Hank Azaria's great in this. Real yeah. Hank Azaria. And Harry Shearer, who's just me-tooing all over the place. Oh, my God. Just yeah. so good. So the, the cast in this movie is fantastic. Yeah, but none of them like used in a. It's again, it's just like really weird to have Matthew Broderick as the star of like a big disaster movie. Like again, like it's like if Jeff Goldblum was the only star of Independence Day. Like you need a Will Smith in there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, you do. Yes. To have Matthew Broderick try to be this like simultaneous like nerd and action hero. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean Jean Reno pulls it off. Um, I'm gonna say though, Maria Maria Petillo, uh, not a fan. Uh, don't think she was very good. Uh, no. Again, she, she's not. She has nothing to do. But yeah, yeah. She doesn't, doesn't even do that particularly well. Yeah. What's it called? She. What's it called? Oh, was she in Day After Tomorrow as well? Maybe. That's actually one of his I haven't seen. Um, but. I have seen 2012 like two or three times. That is an incredibly dumb movie that, again, I kind of love. Yeah. Well, oh, Day After Tomorrow? No, 2012. I've actually not seen it. It's, you know, if you're, if you're looking for a movie about the Earth being destroyed by a new type of neutrino, that's the explanation they give. It's your, it's your, it's your bag. Also weird in because in that one the uh, big action hero is John Cusack. I don't know why he's got this thing for like casting like schlubby guys who look like they spend too much time at the record store. 
as like action heroes, but there you go. Yeah, no, it's oh my oh wait hold on, she won the Golden Raspberry for worst supporting actress. I believe it. What's it called? And uh, something suggested that criticism of her performance hampered her career. Probably. Yeah, I would. I would. What's it called? Oh my God! Did you know this though? Patio, Matthew Broderick, and Jean Reno were each under contract for a total of three Godzilla films. Yeah, that that is one of the the crazier things about this movie. Is it made like nearly four hundred million dollars and was still considered a flop? Like the yeah. the economics of this kind of movie is just insane. Like, because it it's not like it cost four hundred dollars to make. It like you know, looking at the budget on Wikipedia, it's like one hundred and fifty, which is an insane amount of money, but just the, like, the way that, like, because Hollywood invests so much, like, increasingly just invests all of their money in just, like, one or two pictures per studio per year, which means they just, each movie has to make a billion dollars, or it's just not worth it. It's like, you know, The Last Jedi made, I think, like, a billion dollars, and it was still considered, like, you know, such a flop that like Disney had to like entirely reorient their Star Wars strategy. Just it's it's insane. It's madness. Just no, none of this makes make, make a movie sense. for an adult. Yeah, none of this makes any sense at all. Yeah, she. Yeah, I was just looking at her filmography, and it literally did end. Like 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 like, like she just did like no movies after two thousand, and then yeah. her last TV appearance was in two thousand eight. And then their second and last TV appearance was in 2003. Like, she just stopped acting. Like, Which, like, I mean, she's pretty bad in this movie, but yeah. you can't lay this turkey at her feet. No. Yeah. No. And she's, yeah, she's bad in this movie, but this is a bad movie. Like, yeah. she didn't make this a bad movie. This was a bad movie that she was in. Because Matthew Broderick isn't great in this movie. You know what I mean? John Renault is great in this movie, but John Renault is great in every movie. Yeah, absolutely. Because Jean Reno just plays the. Well, he's not even. But he doesn't even play the same guy because he plays like a much quirkier version of his normal action hero. Yeah, he's like constantly complaining about coffee and. Is, yeah. He's just he's just playing a French stereotype who also yeah. has a gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But you know but what? They, they like give him opportunities to be funny. Like he does like an Elvis impression at one point, which yeah. is pretty awesome. But yeah. yeah. Drugs, yeah. No, honestly, what do you think? Do you think see this movie? Should people see this movie? No, don't see this movie. Don't see this movie. Not even as like a. That's the thing, because I'm kind of on the like. I'm very sympathetic to the like. Don't see this movie because yeah, it's a bad movie. Like I'm not gonna say that it's not a bad movie. What about my jewel? I mean, I do think there is always like a seeing is believing thing, and it's not. I don't think it's not quite that interesting to me. Where you're like, this is like this is like the room, and you just gotta see it. You know, it's just it's it's mostly it's just boring. Yeah. 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 Which is yeah. the one thing this kind of movie shouldn't be. Yeah. Like, really should not be. Like, on paper, in practice, everything. Like, yeah. should be, like, 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 and I really can't sell it Again. to you people enough. Yeah. yeah. Finish your thought. Finish your thought. No, no, no. New York City is largely untouched by, 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 like, like overwhelmingly untouched by a, a, a giant monster. Uh, attacking it and the u.s military blowing up a whole bunch of it like 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 chances are if you lived in new york they they start like bringing people back into new york like 30 minutes after they think they've killed godzilla because everything is fine 
Yeah. Yes. Which honestly, if you that's the thing, if you take this movie as like a parody of like the dying American Empire, actually, like like if that's what he was trying, if he was trying to do like a Verhoeven with this, you know what I mean? He wasn't. That, let me. Yes, let me he tell was you not. what he was trying to do though, because what? the the incompetent mayor character is named Mayor Ebert, yes. um, and his I aide is named Jean, because Roland Emmerich was so butthurt about uh, Siskel and Ebert giving Independence Day negative reviews that he's like, I, I just, I need to take the absolute dumbest, pettiest revenge possible. Yes. Okay, okay. Ebert, so like Mayor Ebert is ta- constantly talking about sweets. And, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, so I did notice Mayor Ebert, and I did 100% notice that, yes. Like, I know, because I think he even kind of looks like him a little bit. You know yeah, he's I mean? played by Michael Lerner, who's an incredible actor, like, great character yeah. actor. I think he won an Oscar for... Barton Fink, which is in our, he's, he's in our credit sequence screaming about uh, how we don't make B pictures here at Capitol. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I didn't even realize yeah. that. Dude, Barton but, Fink is a great movie. You, get, you might get assigned that at some point. But Coen Brothers. Name. Yeah. Ooh. Did you yeah. point at me for Coen Brothers because they're Jewish? No, I, I, because it was a callback, how I talked about how. Yes. Yeah. You mean for two reasons. <laughs> I love the Coen Brothers. They make it great. Have you seen a, Matthew, 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 have you seen a serious man yet? What, what? Do you want the actual answer? Yeah, it's a great movie. I actually have seen a serious man yet. Yeah, we've talked about that. Not, I'm sorry for, I wasn't meaning to misgender the Wachowski sisters when I said uh, I love the, uh, the Matrix. What's it called? I want to apologize. Again, uncancelable. But, uh, yeah, no, I actually did see this. Yeah, you need, you need to, real quick, you need to stop futzing with whatever you're futzing with because there's a lot of audio interference. Okay, well, then, anyway. You're futzing. Okay. You're a big... You, you, know, you know who the... There's only one futz here. Right? He has a dumb mustache. You're just jealous because you, you, you finally gave up your crusade to grow the world's worst mustache. Well, I realized it was a, I, I was like, literally, I was like, you could literally just do a nice thing for your wife that would mean a lot to her if you shaved. And I was just like, you, done. You mean she didn't love sleeping with a guy who was intentionally making himself look like a French pedophile just to troll her? She literally had to close her eyes to kiss me a lot, which I guess most people do. But she was like, that's, she was doing it for two reasons. <laughs> So, yeah, that's, and I was like, all right. Also, also, literally, I think I did shave it because I think, I, I think I was like, oh, I think she's mad at me. So I was like, I, I know what I'll fix this. <laughs> so I shaved my mustache, which means I should just have one always. Backup. So one, one thing I just wanted to touch on real quick before we moved on, because I think we're about ready to move on. Have you seen the, uh, uh, maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but have you seen the uh, the 2014 Godzilla? Because they did try and like reboot the franchise again. Uh, successfully, because I guess they, they made a sequel to it, which I didn't see, but the, like, I think it was just called Godzilla. Let me see. Who was in that? Oh, there are actually a bunch of people. It had a huge cast that did not really get used that well. Like, I think it had, let me, uh, yeah, um, Ken Watanabe, Elizabeth Olsen, who's the best of the Olsen sisters, Julia Binoche. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I had Brian Cranston, David Okay, yeah, I saw that one. Say it with me, folks. In the theater. In the theater, which I think I did too. But it had, oh, just to finish up my thought, it had all of these incredi- incredible character actors. And then the guy I spent the most time on was Aaron Taylor Johnson, who, yes. if you don't know who that is, neither do I. Yes. Um, but I was, 
I was mentioning it just because I think it is kind of the platonic ideal of like Hollywood Godzilla movies in that it is not, not quite platonic ideal, but does it does this a lot better than the 98 version? Cause it is dumb as a box of rocks and like has just one of just the most dog shit scripts I've like ever heard. Um, and again, makes the inexplicable decision to focus on the one actor you've never heard of in a, just like an incredibly stacked cast. But the actual like, just the filmmaking in it. I don't remember who directed it. I want to say Gareth Edwards, who I think maybe made one of the Star Wars movies. But the guy from the dollop? <laughs> no, different Gareth. But just based off of the strength of that, like, the actual like he he knows how to put together a scene he knows how to like put together an image of you know a monster fucking shit up with like a real grandeur and sense of scale like it's one of the best looking monster movies i've ever seen like i you, you almost want to mute it just to get everyone to shut up because the dialogue is so bad but just on like strength of like image to image alone it's like incredible i can't like i can't praise it highly enough like just on that level like but you know so that's you know again not a perfect movie but does does this thing a lot better than this yeah no 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 i'd absolutely say it does and like and, and that's the thing because because i saw it too and and in 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 the theater in and the theater. and and, and, and it was a weird, it was a weird kind of experience for me because that's the thing is that like, because so I've now seen insanely two Godzilla movies in the theater. Uh, <laughs> this one who I will say is like not really a big like monster movie guy. I'm not, I don't mind them. Like they're fine. Mm. I'm much more of like an action movie and like yeah. comedy and I guess children's movie now guy. <laughs> uh, but like we're, I've legitimately, the movie I've seen the most, and this is true, like the movie that I've seen more times than any other movie. I know what it's going to be. The Minions movie. Yeah. I've seen the Minions movie more times than I've seen. But that, that's just parenthood. That is I mean, parenthood. I imagine <laughs> that the movie that my parents have... Okay, you got to stop moving your laptop. But I imagine the, the movie that my parents have seen more than any other is The Jungle Book, just because I was obsessed with The Jungle Book for a time. I just saw that the other day. It's a good movie. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but when I was like four years old, it was the best movie in the world. How mad would you be if I assigned you the Minion movie? <laughs> you can assign me whatever you want as long as the film. No, that might actually that might actually happen one of these days. Okay, I saw the uh, the first one, the the Despicable Me one. Yeah, and, you're, you're not that lucky. You're <laughs> not getting Steve Carell. What's it called? It was fine. But, uh, I wasn't blown away by it. But it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, no, 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 no. But the 2014 one um, um, really was like, 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 like. I, I will say the, 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 the script was bullshit. It was, it, it was. Well, because I, I, it was like, I, because I love Brian Cranston. You know, I was a big yeah. Malcolm Little guy. Um, you know, uh, other things he's been in. No, I mean, he's a great actor, <laughs> and he's literally in it for like 15 minutes. He gets yeah. killed by like, Omar, and yeah. like. And, 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 and it really was like, I remember like, uh, of course I saw it with my family and we're all just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. And I mean, Juliette Binoche is like one of the greatest French actresses of her, her generation. Like, just like their like, um, collecting a paycheck. Uh, sorry? I said collecting a paycheck. 
I mean, it's like it's like casting Meryl Streep in Godzilla and then giving her nothing to do. It's insane. But yeah, no, it 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 really is. It really is like just an 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 insane casting choice. And yeah, and then you have this fucking guy with a fake last name with with with, with three first names. Because uh, yes. also Anderson could be a first name. Yeah, like what's it called? Like just 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 so stupid. But like, but like, the, but 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 the filming, I will say, yes, was incredible, and, and like the action, yes, it was compelling. Like just like, because I remember like at the end of the movie, just being like, you know what, I don't totally regret saying this, because yes, like him like stomping around and like crushing all, and all that shit, that was great, that was fantastic. Yeah. Sorry, no, yeah, yeah, my wife came out here and farted. Okay, cool. But yeah, um, don't lie, I don't fart. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard stories. I know I, I've heard some of your farting stories. You can't lie. Yeah. They're yeah. all lies. They don't fart. What is it called? Women yeah. don't fart. Lactose intolerant women do. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. But the foot. Yes. Yeah. Just. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. We're good. We can move on from Godzilla. Yeah. You're right. No. It was great. Yeah. We're going to see this movie. <laughs> That's what we decided. See the first one for sure. Yeah. The first one. See the first one and make sure you're seeing the Japanese cut because that. Although honestly, yes. that sounds. Pretty crazy. Yeah, I feel like that might be a seeing as believing. Like it's always been on my list to like I gotta check that out out, out at some point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like the godfather for me. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what have you been watching? Okay. So last weekend I watched way too many movies. Had some like real depressed guy hours. So, so within fun. within a twenty-four hours period i watched almost every single alexander payne movie which which if you know if if you're if you're feeling if you're feeling melancholy he's the guy to go to you know he's our poet laureate of depressed guys so that is uh let me just let me just read off this list i think it was literally five movies in like the course of 24 hours um so that is um election which we mentioned earlier about mm-hmm. Schmidt, uh, Sideways, The Descendants, and Nebraska. Um, all great, great movies. You know, he's he's a he just makes you know like really kind of just like ordinary dramas about like ordinary people, but they're you know they can be kind of cynical sometimes. Like Election, I think is one of the like best, most like biting satires of like American politics that's ever been made. It's great. Really, if you're looking for a good Matthew Broderick movie, check out Election. I think it was on Amazon. Um, uh, but like, you know, and they're, again, like normally about just like normal people going through like normal things, like they're kind of sad, you know, they're in debt or their wife is cheating on them or something like that. And But, you know, they're really just at the same time, they can be, you know, bitter and melancholy, but they're warm and human too. And there's, you know, those like moments of like redemption are just that much more, you know, earned and meaningful from like, you know, coming on the end of so much like, you know, just relatable struggle. Like, you know, he makes very- not be watching these movies. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was- it was. these movies. You should not be watching these movies. I was having a day, Matt. I was just having a day and he was, he, you know, he's the guy to turn to when you're having a day because, because it's not like, 
they're not hopeless movies. I think they are ultimately hopeful movies, which is what's so great about it. Like, he does ultimately, like, he makes movies about, like, surly bastards a lot of the time, but, like, he does ultimately love them. You know, there's a lot of, like, warmth and love in his movies. So he's, you know, again, I was, I was having a day, but, like... You know, you, you want to know what I watch when I'm having a day? And I, and, and, and I haven't done this in a while, but I actually have done this several times. Yeah, what's that? You're welcome, America. Uh, Will Ferrell as George W. Bush. <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah. Yes, that that was my go-to. I was just like, man, I'm having a day. I'm gonna watch that, and then easily after that, I'd be like, pretty good. It's like I'm okay. yeah, I, I remember almost none of that except that you see his dick in it. You just get full frontal Will Ferrell nudity, like hairy pubes, unimpressive, right. like middle-aged guy dick, like just right. hanging out there. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You get his dick. Will Ferrell says the N-word. Yeah. Uh, 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 well, he says the N-word because he's being George W. Bush, and he has this whole scene where he's trying to say the name of the country, Niger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, he's like, I got to be real careful with this, right? And so he says, he's like, okay. Anyway, so, and then he says it. And, uh, and then also, weirdly, they, they keep having um, um, uh, Condoleezza Rice come in, as like a kind of like femme fatale kind of thing, like, 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 mm-hmm. right where it's like kind of like, you know, because you remember that thing from the Bush era where they're yeah. all just, they're fucking, right? Or whatever, yeah. right? Or there's some sort of thing there. But, but, cutting uh, daily show humor. Yeah. Exa- exactly. Yes. This yeah. is like very, like, this is really like very daily show type shit. Yeah. Uh, but, but, fun fact that is played by Salman Rushdie's uh, wife. Really? Okay. Yes. Yes, fun fact. Um, who also randomly did a takedown of Nick Mullen uh, on the YouTube show she she ran. It's I can really, believe it. He he's takedownable. I don't know why she's doing it, but he's very he's very cancelable for for his character of Nicole Mullen <laughs> that he wrote as. We just wrote as like this like uh, asshole white woman basically who is just like like I don't know. You gotta. Where she was, I, I can't remember, where she, she was just like, yeah, babies deserve to die. Like, that's why I'm pro-choice or something like that. Which then Alex <laughs> Jones, which then Alex Jones then was just like, look, these people are sick. This woman, Nicole Mullen. Like, he went. That's a, that's a good bit, though. Once once yeah. you get them to start biting on it, that's that's how you know you're yeah. winning. Yeah. It's an incredible bit. Yeah. He's also a, a proud son of Gaithersburg. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's talked about going to the Lake Forest Mall, like, a bunch of times. Like, we could have been playing on that same play place. You you literally could have, which yeah. is very funny. I met him once uh, in L.A. randomly, and he, he was in rough shape. Uh, I believe you. it. He yeah. seems like he is perpetually in rough shape. That's kind of his deal. <laughs> but you know what? Whatever. He's living his best life. Who cares? Uh, what's it called? But yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, uh, so, yeah, you can't watch that stuff anymore. You're not allowed to. Taking it away from you. I might assign you Nebraska at some point. Uh, um, you're going to have to. Because I'm never but, Final note, speaking of like hairy old like middle-aged guy penises, if you want if you want to see MC Gainey's, check out Sideways. But Don't, no, is that, the, is that the one where there's Sandra O's in it? Yeah. 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 She can honestly she can get it. Yeah. And Virginia Madsen, who can also get it. Yeah. I don't know that one. You've probably seen her in something. She's around. Um but uh, Virginia is a weird name. Right? What? Ooh, 
Okay, she can absolutely get it. Yeah. I'm going to say right now. Yeah. Good good gracious. Paul yeah. Giamatti. Paul Giamatti also. I mean, you can't. What's it? Sorry. The king. The king. And honestly, Thomas Hayden Church. You got to, I mean, the most punchable face of all time. He's so cool. But he, he owns it. Like, he's. He does. Like, he's. Like he's he's so good in sideways as just like like a good natured but like completely self destructive and actually kind of an asshole sometimes just like dolt like so funny like so lovable while also being like kind of an asshole just like, just he's playing a guy you know like it's such yeah. a good performance yes as exactly like, playing as a like, guy you know yeah just as just like the dude who cannot help himself from yeah. like just like trying to like get some poontang on his bachelor party and, weekend. And perfectly yeah. perfectly paired up with perfectly paired up with Paul Giamatti. The person I mean it's a real you me situation. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. who cannot like yes. who cannot like like help from like like he's he there is so like the whole the, the whole arc of the movie is like Paul Giamatti at any time could fuck Virginia Madsen if he could just stop complaining for two seconds. <laughs> just he is the ultimate mood killer. <laughs> just shut up about how they're how they're brewing Pinot wrong or whatever and just get yeah. laid, man. Like, just shut the fuck perfect. Perfect. And if only Thomas A. Dirch could stop being just so self-destructive. And yeah. Just, just shut the. Stop! Stop promising. Okay, you're on your bachelor party weekend. You're cheating yeah. with this woman. Stop promising her daughter that you're going to be a father figure to her. Don't do that, man. Don't do that. You're not. Don't do that. Literally, don't have to do it. No one's making you do this. <laughs> oh my god, it's so but, good. About the most I have ever related to a character in a movie, and I was I at no point have been a wine guy. That was never my thing. I've drank it, but that's always just because it was there and cheap. Yeah. But yeah. like Paul Giamatti's character in this movie has this like fifty year old like bottle of like Cheval Blanc wine that he's been like saving for the perfect occasion, and then just ends up just like like runs into his ex and gets depressed and like goes and like drinks it with like a McDonald's. Like just pairs it with like a quarter pounder just because he's so sad. Just like, yeah, I get that, man. That's that's that is, so, that is representation. That's Again, so fantastic. Paul Giamatti, the king. The yes. king. Oh, he's so good. He's so good at everything. He's so Oh cool. yeah. I was I was thinking, um, because he actually the the next thing I'm gonna talk about, he actually shows up in that. I was thinking he might legitimately be my favorite actor. Like I'm just I'm all always happy to see him. I know yeah. I'm getting the goods when Giamatti shows up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Wait, <clears throat> what, what's the net? What, oh, 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 is that just what you were talking about? About just him being your favorite actor? Yeah, but the thing that prompted that is the the one other thing that I've been watching this week, which is the the television show Lodge Forty Nine, um, which. Oh is it's was an amc show uh it's all streaming on hulu it was never really very well watched um part of part of the reason being that it's just kind of hard to describe exactly what it's about um because it's kind of simultaneously like high concept and low concepts high stakes and low stakes like it's so basically the setup is this like good-natured derelict like surfer bro dolt um who's kind of, you know, down on his luck, unemployed, like really likable, but just has no like direction or capability to take care of himself, like ends up like just kind of 
by like accident that might be fate like ends up in this like fraternal lodge that's like kind of freemasony kind of elksy you know mo but mostly it's just like you know it's set in this like beach town that's like the last industrial plant has just closed down and most of the people there are just like you know they're kind of downtrodden working stiffs who are you know like a lot of the show like the show is really about like you know it's one of the few shows i've seen that takes like debt is like a major plot point like just like trying to get by and years is it? like uh, it was came out like 2018, 2019. You know, has got. Has oh, like, 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 like 2018, 2019. Yeah, it's contemporary. Oh, yeah, okay. um, they're they're like flashbacks, but it's yeah, that's when it's mostly set. But yeah. but like so, you know, it's just these kind of like hard luck, like working stiffs who like you know they have this like you know fraternal lodge that like no one really goes to anymore except like this like remaining group of like weirdos who don't really have anywhere else to go. But like, as the as the show goes on, like you know, it's you know, it was like the Freemasons. There's all this like weird esoteric stuff, and like it starts to get into that, you know. And it seems like they might like somewhere deep down they might have the secret to like alchemy or something. But like, most of the guys have like no interest in that. They're just there to drink beer. So it's the best way to describe it is like, it's like if Keegan actually wandered into like the mystical secrets of the world. Um, and it's like, it's so hard to describe because really, really it's what's, what's great about it is it, it's just a hangout show. Like it is like set in like this real like counted kind of downtrodden world. But like the, the great thing about it is it's just, you know, it's set in like a beach town. It's got these like great beach vibes. It's chock full of character actors. Again, Giamatti shows up in season two. It's a lot of like, he's like the best known of them, but it's a lot of like guys like that who are just, you know, they really hold the screen. Like they got character, they got personality and you're just, you're hanging out with these like lovable weirdos. Like really, it, you know, it's it's got like all these like interesting hints at like, conspiracies and secret knowledge like it's kind of like pinching light in that way where it's kind of like a you know this kind of like goofball stumbling onto like some vast conspiracy he can't really get his yeah. head around but mostly again it's just a hangout show it's just you know it's about you know this guy who's found this like community of like lovable weirdos who just don't fit in anywhere else and it's just it's just hanging out with them and it's just it's hard to describe how much i love this show it's just it's got a vibe that is unlike anything else I've seen on TV. And it's just, it's such a joy to just spend time there because it's a funny, warm, really inviting show that you just want to spend time in its world. You know, it, it got canceled after two seasons because it was just too pure for this world. You know, it's not some high concept superhero thing. It's just about hanging out and having a good time down at the lodge with your buddies. You know, so Lodge 49, check it out really can't recommend it highly enough my explanation in no way did it justice that's part probably why it didn't make it you know it just it's really hard to describe it's just it's just a vibe man and just the most pleasant one you can possibly experience i can't you know it's one that really makes it. me want to advocate for it yeah i'm gonna watch it also also i you know my own ties to freemasonry yeah 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 and i mean it Wait, do you, you actually do know my ties to Freemasonry, right? I, I assuming you were just talking about your obsession with like Gladio, but oh no, 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 no! Literally, I'm related to Freemasons. Oh, I mean everyone. 
Well, no, yeah, my both of my great both of my dad's grandfathers were one of them apparently just as like a it's like a all right, this is just a thing I'm doing. But then the other one, <laughs> I guess I don't think he was like ranked thirty-three, but he was I believe in the thirties. Yeah. Like they wanted to have a Masonic funeral for him. Like like the okay. lodge like was like all about like he was all about the lodge and my great grandma was like no that's just his weird shit that he did he's dead i'm jewish this is what we're doing we're jewish we're not doing your weird shit like they wanted to have like swords and shit there i don't know wanted to have a whole thing yeah apparently it was a big thing and she told them all to go fuck themselves which (laughs) good on you fran she was literally just like yeah that's his thing he's dead we're doing jewish stuff but yeah. No. Yeah. No. I. I. No. No. I. I actually think I actually will watch that. Good. That makes me really happy. I really. I. I want people to know about Lodge Forty Nine. It's really beautiful. Yeah. And by me watch that, I mean Jackie. You're watching it too. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, what have I been watching? Uh, well, you know what? I've only actually watched one other thing, uh, and you know what? It inspired me so much. That, you know what? I think we're just going to skip what I've been watching. Okay, you know, you're I'm, siding up. Yeah. But, uh, and good on you. Yes, yes. You'll, everyone watch Looney Tunes. They're great. Yeah. Genuinely uh, a work of art. Kind of genuinely. racist in a lot of places. But yes, you know, yes. Oh, really, really racist. Yeah. Yes. We're not, we're not going to soft pedal that. It's, yeah. What are you going to do? It was the 50s. Genuinely yeah. good uh, work of art. Um, what am I uh, going to I hate the smile you've got on your face. What am I getting? How does a bastard something? Some of an orphan and a Scotsman. (sighs) You're watching Hamilton, Rob. Okay, so I actually forgot to mention this. I did watch the first hour of Hamilton because my roommate um, was watching it with one of her friends and they like invited me to join. So I saw the first hour of it. So I've got some some inoculation against it already. But we are... Did you were you were you into it? What? No, we'll get, I, it, we'll, no. get we'll get into that, I guess. Yeah. But no, I you're mean, just, yes, I'm no, I'm punishing you're, you're kamikazeing me. Like I, yeah. you, even if you have to go down with it, I I go down too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. I, I feel nothing. Okay. All right. Well. Fuck. Okay. I thought I knew what I was going to give you, but now I need to like recalculate. Give me a second. I love when I score a hit. I love when yeah. I score a hit off just the assignment. It's my favorite thing. I'm not going to miss my shot. I'm not going to miss my shot. My name's Lynn Manuel Miranda, and I'm not going to miss my shot. If this, if I come out with Hamilton 10 years earlier, would have been on Epstein Island, but I did it, so I'm not going to miss my shot. Who beat him up? I am going to, you know, I was going to give you this like French crime movie that I think you actually would have really liked. Instead, that one's just for me because I already rewatched it. I was, you know, so we, I skipped it in my intro because, or when I was talking about what I had been watching because I thought I was just going to give it to you. So we're not going to talk about Les Samurai right now. We'll save that for later. Oh no, that sounds so good. Yeah, yeah. It's existential. Instead, and it, it quotes from the Bushido in like the opening 
scroll, but you're not getting that. You're not getting any French Bushido. You are instead getting another French film that I think you're probably going to hate a lot more. You're getting Breathless. What is, what is Breathless? So Breathless, Breathless is one that you were always going to get at some point. It is a movie that if you go to film school, you watch like three or four times. But you're getting Breathless by Jean-Luc Godard. Right. It's also a French crime movie, but I think one that's going to piss you off a lot more. Okay, well, you don't know that. I think I know it. How do you spell breath? <laughs> oh my god, I already know. Oh my god. Oh, it's that font. Oh no. Yeah. Oh my god. All right, first some of the film scene. Oh my god. It's a it's a it's a jazzy freeform sexy homage. Oh no. Yeah. Uh how horny is this movie? Well, Matt, it's the best kind of horny. It's very horny in a very French way that also involves very little fucking. That's the worst kind of horny. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You're so happy you've landed the shot. We yeah. both we've both just monitor and merrimacked each other right here. Yeah, except again, I've already seen that like this is not a movie you can escape film school without seeing a bunch of times. I've seen it a bunch of times. I'm good. I'm good with Breathless. You're not, yeah, gonna, but, you're not gonna like the experience of Breathless. Oh my God, I'm really actually quite nervous. Yeah. Oh man, you've really fired one across my bow right here. I have. As a man of the sea, I truly understand what that means. <laughs> All right, so I guess join us next time for Breathless and <laughs> Hamilton. Can we just talk real quick? The, the combinations we're coming up with here. Always cursed. Always cursed. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. It's a hard grape to grow, as you know, right? So it's thin skin, temperamental, ripens early. It's, you know, it's not a survivor like Cabernet, which can just grow anywhere and uh, thrive even when it's neglected. No, Pinot needs constant care and attention. You know, and in fact, it can only grow in these really specific little tucked away corners of the world. And, and only the most patient and nurturing of growers can do it, really. Only somebody who really takes the time to understand Pinot's potential can then coax it into its fullest expression. And then, I mean, oh, its flavors, they're just the most haunting and brilliant and thrilling and subtle and ancient on the planet.
Never too early for it, Dr. Pepper. <laughs>